the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. You're listening to the ninth season of CHSL Football on the Patriot. Our Game of the Week is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union, Siena Heights University, and the Student Connection. Listen each week as we bring you the most exciting matchup in the best league in the state. Now it's time to send it to the Alliance Catholic Credit Union broadcast booth. Here are the voices of CHSL Football. Jeremy Otto and Kadarius Flowers. Welcome everyone to New Lothric, Michigan. Just about underway here in this fine week three matchup. It's the Everest Collegiate Mountaineers in the home New Lothrop Hornets here today. So glad you could tune in on what is a little bit of a hot muggy day for football. Should be pretty good by the time the sun rises down. This is another natural grass field here today. That's not something that Everest is not used to though. There's out in the Auburn Hills area is the same way. So they will be fine in terms of playing on that here today. But the bigger test is against one of the arguably best teams in Division 7 and they've been like that for a long time, New Lothrop. They've been a power in the state of Michigan, have won multiple state championships in the last couple of years, knocked out early in the state playoffs last year, trying to avenge that this year. They're 2-0 Everest on the other side, who's played some really tough teams here in the first three weeks of the regular season when you throw this one in as well. Wants to really test themselves for what they think is a tougher and tougher conference that's been growing over the last few years since they've been in it, but... Uh, a really good litmus test, I guess, here at the end of the non-conference for Everest. I agree, and uh, with Everest Collegiate, their head coach has been there since the school has started. So I think that's one big thing, at least having the same person every single season and having his imprint on the team, that really helps the team. Yeah, I think the same can be true for New Lothrop as well. They've had 14 years of their fine head coach and Clint Galvis. He's really kind of maintained his regular staff as well his two top assistants have has been here ever since his second year of this program and you know there's certain things you know at this level you don't 
have a lot of bodies to deal with on the varsity squad, let alone sub-varsity. Some teams in Division 7 and Division 8 don't even have anything but a varsity squad. But, you know, Coach on the New Lothrop side really talked about, yeah, our staff has been the same. Our system, for the most part, has been the same. It's been successful. So that's why they've, you know, had the amount of body of work that they've had in the last 10 years. And a big thing, like you said, it's been successful. Why break something that isn't broke? And we, we saw that in the, the Catholic High School League for so long, obviously, with how everybody ran the football. Now it's started to change a lot more to spread. And this new Lothrop team is still a little bit more traditional in the sense that they will run the ball more than they will pass, which is not, you know, the given in today's high school football world or football in general, college, pro, whatever you look at. On the other side, forever is collegiate. It'll be interesting to see what they do here today. Patrick Cooper, a very small sample size. He's their young sophomore quarterback they graduated a guy who had been here for three four years as their starter so it's always interesting to see how the offenses evolve but they're looking to definitely establish the pass game but they want to establish the run game as well and i guess the big thing when you play a team that runs the ball a lot the game can you know slip by you very quickly we, we saw it last week when de LaSalle had so much success both running and throwing but when you're grinding down that clock it doesn't make it easy on the other side if you have the ball most of the time I agree with that. Everything with the running the ball is so important because it takes so much time off of the clock, and you're allowed to really slow your offense down and really make the defense try to have to stop you. Rather, with passing, it's you're live every play. Well, we'll see what happens here between Everest Collegiate and New Lothrop here today. We'll have our keys to the game a little bit later in our pregame show. Also look at some other games around the Catholic High School League. And after that, this week in high school sports from the MHSA offices in East Lansing. A lot more coming up on your kickoff show here on the Patriot Evers Collegiate and New Lothrop. Teeing up in just a little bit. Stick with us. At Siena Heights University, academics means more than a list of majors. Whatever drives your passion, chances are excellent we have a scholarship for it. Cheer on the Saints. Hit the high score for your team. Receive applause for your performance. Whatever you hope to do, Siena is a great place to start. Explore our academic advantages and get the full effect of a Siena education. Mike Gallagher wants us to prepare. We have a battle ahead of us. We have turmoil in America. We've got to be ready to fight. Not physically, but at the ballot box with ideas, with logic, with wisdom, with clarity. I know this. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. Some feelings never go away. We can only hope that eventually the pain will heal. What happened to this country 21 years ago is a lingering reminder that we must always be vigilant. We will never understand the kind of evil that caused so much pain that day, but we can never stop attempting to overcome it. We will never forget. FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. You're listening to the Michigan Association of Broadcasters award-winning CHSL Game of the Week on The Patriot. 
Hey, Warrior fans, join Sean Belegian and Brady Beaton this Saturday for Wayne State football versus Shaw University right here on the Patriot. Pre-game show from Tom Annos Field starts at 5.30 p.m. for the home opener. Catch Warrior football action all season long right here on the Patriot. This is the CHSL Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Welcome back to New Lothrop, everyone. Thanks for tuning in on what is a hot day for football. Looks like the shadows from the stands in the press box starting to creep towards midfield. They expect that to continue to be the case, especially from each 40 to the 40. So a little bit of a... Shade for these players, but they're going to be in the bright sunshine for most of this, and that's probably tougher for New Lothrop to begin this game. They're in the black jerseys with the silver numbers with the black outline as well. Everest in the more traditional home whites here today in the black numbers and the yellow trim as the captains will meet at midfield here for the coin toss. We've talked about it a little bit in our first segment, but Everest Collegiate was one of those teams that you were just so impressed with because of the lack of resources that they had to deal with. They they were rolling with 16, 17, sometimes even less guys to begin a season. And for a football team, especially when you're playing some teams in the Catholic League who try not to two-platoon all too much, that can be a challenge. They pretty much doubled their numbers to this point in the mid-30s in New Lothrop is around that point as well. And if you're going to compete against the best in Division 7, you've got to be pretty even roster size because because that can be a, a huge factor going late in the game. I agree, and I think one thing for Everest is they only have eight seniors on this team. So they're not going to graduate too many this year. So one thing to come back for next year, they're going to have most of their team still. Yeah, definitely Everest Collegiate a little bit younger coming into this year. They graduated some of their staple names Going back to last year, New Lothrop on the other side, they were very young last year and ended up getting bounced in the district final, which traditionally for them is much earlier than you're used to seeing this uh, team bounced in the state playoffs. I mean, they're used to making at least to the semifinal and most of the time down to Ford Field for the Division Seven state championship. But uh, in a way, that was a learning experience for them. They were able to bring back most of their bodies from last year. A lot of guys in the skill position four to their five offensive linemen who also double on the defensive side of things. And when you look up this new Lothrop team, what they've done to start this year, that off to a 2-0 start, it's a tall task certainly for Everest Collegiate here today. I agree. And both of those games, especially the second game, they won by a lot, 40-14. to 14. They really got after it. So I think that's going to be a big thing for them today is to get started early. Let's take a peek at some personnel for this game. First for the Everest Collegiate Mountaineers. We already told you they're led out there by a first-year starter at quarterback. His name is Patrick Cooper. They, along with a lot of teams I feel like we talked to in our preseason preview show presented by Siena Heights University earlier before the season started, were in a kind of a QB battle, two or three guys battling for that spot. But when we talked to head coach Mike Pernicki for Everest Collegiate at that point, he was one of our first guests on that back on the 6th, I believe, of August. He said, look, you know, with the, the numbers we have and the athletes that we have in general, everybody's going to contribute to this team. So even if you don't get the starting quarterback nod, you're going to, you know, that, that shows that you have some skill. You know, you'll be somewhere on the offensive side and be a key on defense as well. 
But Patrick Cooper is the guy that won that. Dominic Walker, another guy that had a good last week, had a big touchdown catch in their game against Beecher, which was a win, avenging their their week one loss to Montrose overall. A couple running backs, and running backs are key to this offense as well. Gavin Harris will be one of their top running backs, and a, a name that you recognize in Jimmy Nedwick. He was on the team last year as a freshman. His brother Johnny was kind of the do everything guy for this Everest team. Is now a sophomore, had a good year as a freshman, but they're really looking for him to step forward and make a effort on this Everest team as well. And going back to what you said about your interview with their head coach, he said Jimmy Nedwick will be one of the biggest playmakers on his team this year, and he just kind of raved about him. So that's another big thing. And also having him so young as a sophomore, so he has three more years to really prove what type of running back and linebacker he is. And in the Catholic League, as the same is true for Everest, and there's a few on this roster, the Nedwicks of the world and the Crosses of the world, but there's a lot of, quote, legacy names because, yeah, when your son – you know, is is there? Maybe the next son comes to the school, or it's an uncle or a cousin, or relate a relate some sort of relation. But you see that you know at the small levels and all the way back up to the top to the Catholic Centrals, the Orchard Lakes of the world. And I think that's what kind of establishes culture at places like this because you're expected to win in the Catholic League, and it can be pretty daunting for a young sophomore or freshman to step into that. But when you have the backing of your dad, of your cousin, of your uncle, whatever it might be, maybe even a coach on the sideline that you know personally, that can go a long way. I agree with that wholeheartedly because getting to know players and getting to know coaches before you even get to that top level is very important because then at that time you have some type of synergy rather than somebody that may have just came to high school and they don't even know anyone through the coaching staff. Well, you hear about those teams that march to Ford Field, and we talked about how often New Lothrop has done that in just the last 10 years, you hear about the smaller schools, you know, kind of in the middle of nowhere, in the, in the spots of the state where you wouldn't necessarily expect there to be good football, but there is. And one reason that is is because the whole community really supports them. They back them. They show up not only to the, the biggest games, you know, at the professional venue where the Detroit Lions play, but also these games here today. And, you know, it's talked about in the barber shops and the grocery store and the gas station. Everybody knows everybody, and they know all these players as well. Typically in small towns, you always see a lot of the towns shut down before games because football on Friday nights is, like you said, it's culture. It's honestly culture. And like you said, all of these players probably grew up near this town. So most of these people probably go to church together, probably go to school together, this, that. So I agree with that wholeheartedly. Taking a look at some of the personnel for New Lothrop, they have a quarterback that's coming back from last year, and they think he's made leaps and bounds in terms of making strides coming into this year. That's Jack Kohanek. He's kind of flanked out there by Nolan uh, Mulcahy, and those are two guys that really make this team tick. And there are going to be some guys that double on the offensive and defensive side, but uh, you know, don't look too far. There's some skill on both of these teams. Just because they're in Division Seven, Division Eight, doesn't mean that the talent isn't there. I agree with that. And like you said, there's athletes everywhere, no matter what school you go to. And that's why a lot of times I make that my key to game. No big plays because no matter where you go, Division Seven to Division One, there are athletes every single place you go, and especially people that play multiple sports. 
Well, we'll have your keys to the game a little bit later in our pregame show. We'll also take a deeper dive into some expectations for these two teams here today. But for now, we're going to send it to East Lansing for this week in high school sports with Mr. Ross. Participation numbers across the state saw a significant spike, and we continue to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. According to the multi-sport participation survey conducted in the spring, more than 44% of MHSAA student-athletes play more than one sport. The survey covers the 2021-22 school year, and that's an increase from the previous school year. Total participation in high school sports in the state is also on the rise. The 2021-22 school year saw a 6.6% total increase over 2020-21, despite total enrollment in the state suffering a decline. 23 of the 28 MHSAA-sponsored sports saw a year-to-year increase in participation, with 10 of those sports seeing a double-digit increase. Boys track and field was up over 27%, and girls track and field was up over 22%. Wrestling saw a nearly 12% increase, with a bulk of that coming from the addition of a girls division at the individual wrestling finals. For more on multi-sport participation and the number of athletes through the years who participated, please check out MHSAA.com. Game balls this week go to Muskegon Oak Ridge's Arturo Romero. The junior soccer players scored six goals in a 6-1 win over Fremont. Romero now has 28 goals this year, which is a new single-season school record. Clarkston's Ethan Clark. The senior running back ran for 206 yards and four touchdowns in a 62-56 win over Southfield A&T. And to Ludington junior Emma McKinley. She shot a 78 at the Whitehall Invitational, taking first place individually and helping Ludington to a third-place finish. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid, helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov/mi-student-aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. In volleyball, a rules modification that came about during COVID has been instated as a permanent change with overwhelming support from coaches and officials. Previously, teams would switch sides after each set, sometimes creating a traffic jam as players and coaches move benches from side to side. Unless there's a clear competitive advantage, there's no switching now. Coaches like having a dedicated home bench and the improved pace of the match. Things that would necessitate team switching would be less serving room on one end of the court, a window on one side with the sun shining in, or an overhead obstruction on one end. It's up to the official to determine if an advantage exists and if teams will switch at the end of each set, or stay at the same side for the entirety of the match. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Just go to MHSAA.com now to register. On June 23, 1972, Title IX was signed into law. In the 50 years since, millions of girls have participated in an MHSAA-sponsored sport, and that number continues to grow every year. 
We've celebrated their numerous contributions and achievements in a variety of ways this past year and will continue to do so leading up to the 25th annual Women in Sports Leadership Conference in October. Today, we highlight Paige Miller. Miller graduated from Paw Paw, where she excelled in both competitive cheer and track and field. She made the Division III All-State team in competitive cheer, helping Paw Paw to a second straight runner-up finish. Miller is continuing in both cheer and track and field while studying psychology at Trine University. And I've had some like experiences because like with um, my cheer team, we would do like tumble clinics or like clinics to help build up the younger programs. And then I'll be out at like the grocery store, and one of the little girls from the tumble clinic will come up and be like, "Oh my gosh, you're like you're a pop pop cheerleader! I love, I love everything you guys do. You guys are so cool! Like, I want to be you guys when I grow up." And it's it's an amazing feeling to like be someone that somebody looks up to. For more information on the WISL conference or for previous Title IX at 50 spotlights, please check out MHSAA.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WDTK Detroit, where local news matters, a division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. At the Student Connection, we always have believed that every child learns differently. Our professional tutors discover how best to connect with each student and then develop a program to meet the student's individual needs. We offer one-on-one tutoring in all subjects, including high-level math and foreign language. We have one of the best test programs in the area. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. Call 248-326-6034 or visit thestudentconnect.com. That's thestudentconnect.com. More CHSL pregame show next. Hugh Hewitt believes we might actually get the truth. A special master was appointed by Judge Cannon in Florida. I'm very pleased with this. It doesn't mean the president wins. Former President Trump wins. It doesn't mean that he loses. Yeah, It's the only way that he could have ever gotten, and we as the public could ever receive, a fair and unbiased and trustworthy assessment of whether or not that raid was legit. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza on the Stand with Israel Tour November 30th through December 9th 2022. Journey through the Holy Land with two of the most respected political commentators of today. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float on the Dead Sea, and take a boat out into the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519 to book today. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. You're listening to the ninth season of CHSL football on The Patriot. Our Game of the Week is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union, Siena Heights University, and the Student Connection. 
Listen each week as we bring you the most exciting matchup in the best league in the state. Now it's time to send it to the Alliance Catholic Credit Union broadcast booth. Here are the voices of CHSL football. Jeremy Otto and Kadarius Flowers. Welcome back, everyone, to New Lothrop. Just about underway in our Catholic High School League football game of the week. A final non-conference matchup, at least for these two teams here today. New Lothrop and Everest Collegiate doing battle on a natural grass field here today. The lights are on, but the sun is bright as we get ready for some Week 3 football here today. Thanks so much for tuning in on the Patriot. Time to take a peek at some other games around the Catholic High School League, brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union here today. First, a pretty good one in Brownstown Woodhaven versus Brother Rice. That'll also kick off at 7 o'clock here today. All these uh, kicks will be at 7 on these following games here today. Riverview Gabriel Richard will travel home or travel away to Carson City Crystal for an interesting matchup there. Detroit Catholic Central and another um, middle of the state battle with DeWitt Lakeview will host Allen Park Cabrini, New Lothrop, and Clarkson Everest. Obviously, our game here today. Ottawa Lake Whiteford, a uh, kind of a power down in the Division 7 and 8 ranks over the last few years, will take on a fallow power in Division 7 in Detroit, Loyola. Notre Dame Prep and Lutheran High North will match up today as well. Royal Oak Shrine and Madison Heights Bishop Foley. That should be a kind of an early litmus test for both of those two teams. Shrine starting 0-2, Foley I believe 1-1 to start their year. And De La Salle looking to remain undefeated against Detroit UD Jesuit. That's a team that we'll cover next week against Catholic Central at Hazel Park. Waterford Kettering takes on Divine Child. Decent start for the Falcons and their new head coach, Chris Laney. Um, he's taken them to a 1-1 one one start, nearly defeated a very tough Riverview squad in Week 1. Waterford, our Lady of the Lakes, also plays Cranbrook here today. And then tomorrow, a couple games uh, University Liggett will travel to Cardinal Mooney and then a out-of-state matchup on the road for Orchard Lake St. Mary's, who's also started 1-1. One one. They'll take on Naperville North down in Illinois. So an interesting host of games, and this is you know kind of the last week for some, depending on how their league schedule shakes out here in the Catholic League. A lot more Catholic League versus Catholic League matchups will happen next week, but Everything matters. I mean, your league football is not one of those sports where you can say, oh, our non-conference is to prepare for the conference. you got to win from week one to have a shot, especially in this new playoff format. I agree with that, <clears throat> especially being that it's only nine games. You have nine games to prove that you're a good team, and that's not a lot compared to even maybe high school basketball. It's in the 20s, 30s range. So maybe, yeah, you can drop a game here and there. But in football, you have to win from the very start, or there may be no playoffs for you. We're a third of the way over. I know that's simple math, but week three here today, today is over. You're already kind of deciding whether you have a shot at playoffs. If you go 0-3 after this first week or even 1-2, that does not put you in a good situation unless you have really high strength of schedule and a good schedule going forward that's just kind of how this new playoff system has been implemented before you know you could get five wins and squeak in 
if you got six wins, you're automatically in. The, the automatic qualifier is gone because they wanted to you know, create a little bit more competition. They didn't want the team to go out there and schedule nine easy opponents. Most of them don't have that luxury because they play in a conference and they'll have scheduled games. But, yeah, even if their conference is a little bit easier, then they schedule three you know, non-conference games that aren't, are not winnable, definitely. They, they didn't want that going across the board. So that's why the changes are the way they are the last couple of years. The coaches are split on it. Some even want all the teams to make it into the state playoffs, as we saw in 2020. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see kind of what they think after a couple of years of this system is underway. Now, kind of refocusing back to our game here today, New Lothrop and Everest Collegiate. Time for your keys to the game. What do you think? Like I say, every single game, no big plays. Because when you give big plays, that gives athletes a chance to show off their speed with the ball. You want to keep everything under 10 yards and do not let them get 10-plus yard gains because that gives momentum. And once you get momentum, the game starts to tip its edge. And you do not want to do that. And another big thing is one of these teams have to get off to an early start. You don't want to slug it out game, and you have to be on your A game from the kickoff. Well, that's something that New Lothrop coach Kurt Galvis kind of talked about. You know, their start in his mind was very sluggish in their last game. Even though they won it by a decent score and a decent margin, they shut him out in the second half. He wasn't happy the way his team started. He wants them to come out a lot more you know, pepped up and ready to go here today. And he kind of attributes some of that to maybe, you know, playing a, a good team in week one, a perennial power in Jackson, Lumen Christie, and beating them. That was their moment to say, hey, yeah, we, we can compete with anybody else in the state like we have in the past, you know, despite the tough year in their standards, which they have last year, still well above 500. But they obviously want to make that deep run in the state playoffs again. And on the other side for Everest Collegiate, yeah, Mike Prunicki did talk about limiting the big plays. He also wants to get his offense established. Week one, he was shut out. That's not something he wants to see with the kind of offense they have and the athletes that they have at their disposal as well. So it should be an interesting week three game here between Everest Collegiate and New Lothrop. Kickoff is close here on the Patriot. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is your financial guardian angel. You get better rates, access to free financial education, and personalized service. With nearly 30,000 surcharge free ATMs, a first-rate mobile app, and several convenient locations. You manage your money when you want and how you want. Apply online at AllianceCatholic.com and improve your financial future today. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Hi, this is Daryl Wood. You're listening to CHSL Football. See you Monday. Hey, Warrior fans, join Sean Belegian and Brady Beaton this Saturday for Wayne State football versus Shaw University right here on the Patriot. Pre-game show from Tom Annos Field starts at 5.30 p.m. for the home opener. Catch Warrior football action all season long right here on the Patriot. Charlie Kirk will only give you real information. We're very selective about what polls we share on this program. Because we believe that there are suppression polls out there. So we're very careful what polls we show. So when we say a poll on this program, it's from a pollster that we trust with a methodology that's been proven, with a track record that has been indicative previously of an outcome that can be accurate. The Charlie Kirk Show, weekdays at noon on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot.
You're listening to the Michigan Association of Broadcasters award-winning CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. has created a weekly pick contest. You can sign up at PatriotDetroit.com and pick the teams you think will win each week from our list of CHSL matchups. Pick the most correct games to win weekly prizes or a 43-inch television grand prize at the end of the season. Make your CHSL pick selections at PatriotDetroit.com. Again, that's PatriotDetroit.com, sponsored by the Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. The teams are lined up and ready to go here in week three of this high school football regular season. New Lothrop and Everest Collegiate do battle when we get back here on the Patriots. Stick with us. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is your financial guardian angel. You get better rates, access to free financial education, and personalized service. With nearly 30,000 surcharge-free ATMs, a first-rate mobile app, and several convenient locations, you manage your money when you want and how you want. Apply online at AllianceCatholic.com and improve your financial future today. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza on the Stand with Israel Tour, November 30th through December 9th, 2022. Journey through the Holy Land with two of the most respected political commentators of today. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float on the Dead Sea, and take a boat out into the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519 to book today. New Lothrop getting ready to kick things off to Everest Collegiate. Everest Collegiate will return left to right to begin this game. New Lothrop teeing it up on this natural grass field with a natural crown up the top. So the water can kind of flow down the sides because certainly rain and snow are a factor later on in the season here in Michigan. 
Brady Gross, a guy they really like on defense as well. Sputters this kickoff to the 15-yard line. Bobbled and touched there by Everest. It's a live ball, and they're smacked down at the 9-yard line. Looking to return it still was Grayson Harris, the young sophomore running back and defensive back, and that was nearly a disaster because if New Lothrop got that football somehow, they were probably heading into their own end zone. Getting that ball inside the 10, that has got to be the best field position ever for your defense to start off the game. So first and 10 on the 10 on the near hash. Everest sending out their sophomore quarterback here, Patrick Cooper. Also doubles as their punter and plays on defense some as well. Four wide for him. He's in the gun. Arms extended. He's got the shotgun snap. Rolls right. Looking along the near sideline. Got a man and out route there. He catches it. Rolls out of bounds at the 26-yard line. And that's complete for Dominic Walker. And, boy, you couldn't get any better there if you're Everest Collegiate either. They moved the chains in the first play. And getting near the 30-yard line, that was wonderful. They just went to a basic out route. Sprint out right to the out route. Run out of bounds. First down. And for Mike Pernicki here today, establishing both sides of the football is something he wants to do. The run game and the pass game wants to get off to a good start. Kickoff unit looked like they were going to challenge him, but they are able to get a first down on the near side. They send Neiman in motion to the backfield here. Just want to keep it up the middle there with Gavin Harris. Harris close to another first down as he spreads the football past the 35 up to the 37-yard line. The spot looks to be first down yardage, and that is what they will say as the chains will move on the far side left to right. One thing that New Lothrop has to understand, they cannot arm tackle, they cannot pull on jerseys. They have to break down, make form tackles, and get them on the ground. Nathan Zach, the senior center, charges them back to the line here. Quarterback still in the gun. Patrick Cooper, arms extended, sends a man in motion to his left. That's the man that just ran the football. Wide receiver screen. No, it's a double pass down the field. They got a man wide open the 40-yard lane. They hit him. He's on the 30 to the 20 to the 10 and tripped up at the 7-yard line. What a play completed by Wyatt File, the sophomore who just spread out and was ready for that double pass up the left side. That was a good throw by the running back. That was a wonderful pitch out right to throwing it right down the field, and that's a huge gain to start the half. So Everest, unlike some teams these days, does huddle up. The football marked down, and they did mark him up at about the 10-yard line. So it's a traditional first down and goal from the 10. 11-18 left to go in a scoreless first quarter. Spread formation once again for Prunicki's team. He sends Powery from the right side of the line to the left. He'll block over there. Two wide receivers left. They stack him. One to the right side. Another man in motion here. It's Neiman. He goes to the backfield. He gets the pitch along the left side, and he's not going to get much. Maybe a couple yards to the eight. It'll be second and goal from there. That's a smart play. Look for them to go back to that. Have the motion man come behind, throw it right to the pitch man get up the field so they have to definitely watch that play even though it didn't work on that down once again he got out of bounds which probably in the game plan of Everest was not ideal but they'll take this drive down the gut of New Lothrop to begin this game three wide again they're in the pistol here looking to hand it off the middle here it's Gavin Harris who had the first down carry earlier he stuffed at the line of scrimmage there third and goal from the eight that's a big stop by the defensive front of New Lothrop they got right there did not allow him to go up that middle, shut it down, 
Next down. This is third down. This is money down. They have to get after it right here, right now. Third and goal from the eighth. They're back to the pistol. Two wide receivers left, one to the near side. Arms extended for Patrick Cooper. He's got the football, chucks it up the right side, incomplete, some contact there, and it looks like they're going to call pass interference. A little slant to the left, to the middle of the end zone, looking for Dominic Walker. He could have walked into the end zone for a touchdown had he caught the football, but this flag, it looks like, is coming on Caleb Sharp. I think that was definitely a P.I. He hit him before the ball could get there. He was honestly maybe even a, a second late. Maybe if he waited one more second, that was not a P.I. Because it was good coverage. He just hit him right before the ball got there. Yeah, just a little bit of a bump, I guess, is how you describe that. So they'll move it half a distance to the goal. This one up to the four-yard line. So they move up four yards. Four wide. It's still a third down and about four in goal to go here. Running back to the slot, that's Gavin Harris. They look to the left side, batted down by one of these strong defensive linemen in black there for New Lothrop. He was looking for Gavin Harris zigzagging to the far pylon. And now that'll bring up fourth and goal. Cross hasn't had many attempts, but he looks like he's going to come out to attempt the field goal. Isaac Cross, the young sophomore, has some brother roots in the football program he's mainly a soccer player though now there's some confusion on the line here for Everest they figure that out the holder is Oliver Neiman a chip shot for him less than a extra point as this one is skying up and no good curving to the right a bit so that's a big win there for New Lothrop as the clock has stopped at 10 30 in a scoreless game after Everest drove down the gut there I'm actually very surprised. I thought that went in from my angle. Me from too. Where I could yeah. see it. it. It's kind of a lower upright here. I would describe it as you know half of a normal upright. But uh, I'm with you. I, I thought that one fell through, and we're right dead at midfield. It's not like we have a funky angle in terms of viewing that. Well, either way, New Lothrop gets a stand. They're certainly lucky that Everest Collegiate didn't get in the end zone. Certainly after the PI call as well. They move the ball down the field quite fast, though. I will add that. So here comes the young sophomore, or the junior, I should say, Jack Kohanek. Second-year starter at quarterback. Three wide as they split out one of their running backs. It's okay he there. He's in an empty set. Rolls right on the throw. Jocks one back down the middle. His receiver got by at midfield, makes the catch in Everest territory at the 45. Finally dragged down at the 40-yard line. He was five against five. Walker, the defender, he kind of sidestepped him. The ball wasn't perfect. He adjusted and ran what was more like a slant route at the very end and able to get the first down and a big play to move him down the field. And what's interesting about that play, it wasn't bad coverage. He was honestly right behind him. He just didn't get there in time. Shotgun formation for them. Waiting for the chains to get set. They had a long way to go on this muggy day here today. Three wide for New Lothrop. They'll fake the run, pass it up the middle. It's a low pass. His receiver tumbles around, rolls at the 30-yard line. If he caught it, it would have been a first down. Instead, it is incomplete intended there for Unixed. Interesting thing to look at at that play. The defensive front definitely believed that the quarterback was going to give off that ball. So that's a really big thing to pay attention to for the rest of this game. 
how much they get sucked in. Second down and 10. The football spotted on the 41-yard line just to the right of the near hash. Trips to the right, one to the left. Quarterback kicks out his lone running back to maybe screen over to him. No, it's a pass over the middle. Jackknifing off the hands of Unix. That was dangerous because there were three white jerseys near it spread out on the 30-yard line. Thankfully for New Lothrop, it spins free and incomplete at the 25. It's going to bring up a long third and 10. That was a bold pass. And even bolder on the receiver for not catching that ball because if that would have been picked off, that honestly wouldn't even have been the quarterback's fault. Kohanic, some extra instruction for the line before he takes his snap here. Leans the pass up the middle, draws the defense out. Mulcahy has it, the running back, across the 30-yard line for a first down. Tripped up at the 25, spreads even further, though, to the 19-yard line. Decent tackle by Jimmy Nedwick, but he kept on going. And that's just how this drive has been for New Lothrop as they've got another first down. That was a pure, very simple, we're going to run a screen play. The defensive front went up the field. Didn't realize it. First down. From the gun and the 19-yard line here of Everest, quarterback fumbles the football, hops on it back at the 23-yard line. Right in his face was Jonah Taylor, the junior linebacker. So they're going to lose five yards nearly. Call it maybe three and a half on first down. It's second and 13, back to the 24. One thing about that, like I said last time, watch that defensive front. They're flowing with that ball. If he pulls it, he's gone. Two wideouts left, one to the far side. In the gun once again, takes the shotgun snap, leads an out route to the near sideline. It looked like he was out of bounds after he kind of tiptoed the sideline shortly after making the catch of the 15-yard line. He is marked out there. Gains back all the lost yardage plus four more. So it's going to be third and six coming up. It's apparently obvious that they're going to run a lot of RPO today. So this defense has to be very ready for that and very aware for when that quarterback actually pulls the ball. They stack a triangle of wide receivers just to the right of the line. Kohanna going through his reads, has the football, rolls to the right, has a first down up the right side, inside the 10 to the 9-yard line. He started in the middle of the field and shot to the opposite side where he saw some Everest bodies lurking. They have not signaled for the first down here, and now they will. Each team has a goal line touch. And the down box is confused whether it's a first down or not. It is. It's a first down and goal. More like the 10-yard line. It looked like the 9 initially, but regardless, New Lothrop will have a chance now to goal situation. And I think that all started with having the trips on the right side. They blocked for him. He got right up the field in the crease. First down. 8.04 left to go in a scoreless first quarter. Everest Collegiate missed a chip shot field goal, which looked fairly good, but maybe just a bit low earlier. They stacked two wide receivers aside here. Cole Hannock in the pistol now, the lone running back behind him. They fake it to him. I thought they were trying to go to him, but it's a broken play. Quarterback just takes it over the middle near the goal line, trying to stretch the football across. And it looks like they're going to mark him short at the inch line. It'll be second and goal. That was a broken play, like you said, because he definitely tried to hand the ball off a different way than a running back even came in the first place. So that's even better for him making something out of complete nothing. 
Quarterback. Kohanic under center, looking to power it over the goal line, and he does just that. Touchdown, New Lothrop. Their fans explode. They fly the New Lothrop Hornets flag left to right across the track, and they have a 6-0 lead with 7.21 to go. Once again, that's probably one of the most basic plays in any playbook. I'm going to come up to the line, snap it very quickly. Let's get this touchdown so we can get something on the board. So this one going to be longer than the field goal attempt than we saw just a few minutes ago from Everest Collegiate. It's a big kicker as he kind of pops it up in the air, and it will fall through. Joe Torres makes this game 7-0 in favor of New Lothrop. So 7-21 left to go in the first quarter in our Game of the Week on the Patriots. Stick with us. CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK The Patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. At Siena Heights University, academics means more than a list of majors. Whatever drives your passion, chances are excellent we have a scholarship for it. Cheer on the Saints. Get the high score for your team. Receive applause for your performance. Whatever you hope to do, Siena is a great place to start. Explore our academic advantages and get the full effect of a Siena education. You're listening to CHSL Football on the Patriot. Everest Collegiate had a pretty good drive their first time around. Had a couple big plays, but were thwarted at the four-yard line off a missed field goal and a fourth-down attempt. New Lothrop, a couple big plays. They were able to convert in the end. The extra point was good. It's 7-0 in favor of them. was still seven minutes to go. Here's another kickoff, returnable for Patrick Cooper. He looks to work the far side of the field and not much room to gain like we saw before. This one is out to the 21-yard line. Last time they pinned him inside the 10, so we'll see what this Everest Collegiate offense will do here. I mean, I think it's clear that New Lothrop is going to get theirs today on the offensive side of the football. But if Everest Collegiate can kind of, you know, kill off some time, get some good runs, get some good passes, and you know, maybe be involved in a little bit of a shootout here today, I think they could conceivably compete in this game. Strongly agree with that. One big thing is they had a very successful drive. They just stalled out once they got to the goal line. So let's look for that again. Let's look for them to have another strong drive and perhaps punch it in right here. So here comes Patrick Cooper back out there in the gun. Four wide for him in their white jerseys with the black helmets. Hand off up the middle into the hands of Gavin Harris. He broke off a big play earlier. This one is not that, though. It's no gain right at the line, maybe a half yard over at the 22. Call it second and nine. That was a big stop by this defensive front. They said, dude, you're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to get up the middle, can't go outside. That was it. Both of these teams get to the line quickly. Everest in the pistol now, looking to throw. Wobbling pass. I think it was tipped by one of those big paws on the defensive front. Was that Grayson Orr, potentially? No, that was Coton Simons, actually. Gotcha. He came right off that edge and got his big paws up and swatted that down. That was a great play by him. That freezes the clock at 648. 7-0 in favor of New Lothrop here. Third and 10 quickly. For the Mountaineers. This is not what we saw in their first opening drive. They broke off a first down very quickly. Trips to the right, one to the far side. Cooper, arms extended in the gun. 
They stack the box. Does New Lothrop looking to bring some pressure? They do just that. He rolls out right, completes a pass. Well, shy of a first down at the 26-yard line. Driven into the New Lothrop bench is Oliver Neiman, a sophomore who's been active in this offense so far here today. They call it about three shy of the first down, up to the 29 of his own territory. It'll be fourth and three in decision time early for Mike Prunicki. Looks like he wants to go for it here. Once again, they went back to the same play that they had on the very first play of their first drive, and that's that sprint out to the out route going out of bounds. Keep in mind that Patrick Cooper is the punter, so he might just pooch it here, but they're looking like they're going to go for it. Four wide, fourth down and three from the 29. In the pistol once again, man in motion to the backfield. Hard count once, twice, three times, snapped the football. It went through his hands, and I think Everest Collegiate, before that snap, went over the hands of their quarterback and into the backfield, called a timeout. So they clearly did not really want to go for it there. Surprising that uh, the center did snap the football, but they will talk it over. We'll stick here. 6.07 still left to play in the first quarter. 7-0 our score in favor of New Lothrop. They're about to get the football back here. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Go to AllianceCatholic.com, open a new account, and you'll get 20 free dollars. Just tell them you're listening to the Catholic High School League football game of the week. It's that simple. You can apply online and handle everything by phone. They have 10 convenient branches to serve you, too. Find everything you need at AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. So fourth down and three. Everest Collegiate still has the football from their own 29-yard line. You can't imagine they're going to snap it again, though, unless it's a long snap, right? That's an interesting thing, especially because, like I said in the last two previous games, one thing that's very different about the big leagues to high school is you'll see a run play on a fourth down, whether in the NFL. They're going to punt it almost every single time because you don't want to give up good field position. So Patrick Cooper is still in there, but he's in a punting capacity. 13 yards from the line of scrimmage here. It's a perfect long snap, chest high. Pressure came in, spiraling kick, takes an Everest bounce, and is dribbling backwards at the 45-yard line, downed at the 43 by a couple white jerseys over on the far side. Looks like uh, Wyatt Pyle, man that made a big patch earlier on the double pass, up the left sideline, down it. So good field position here for New Lothrop, which is always dangerous with a team that's still up or already up 7 nothing with a half of a quarter to go here in the first. Especially how their offense is going right now because this quarterback, he's good at this RPO. He's getting the defensive front to fully commit every single time. So Galvis's team back out there, Kohanic, who led a first drive the first time they touched the football in the gun. Bent down like a catcher, has it, knee-high snap, fakes the handoff, fooled everybody, slips a pass over the middle, it's caught. Good job by Unix. he runs the near sideline, he's got the 30 to the 20 to the 10, cruising to the right of the near pylon, dogpiling with his teammates here in the center of the end zone, New Lothrop leads by two scores. That was a very easy play, and all he did was the RPO right to the out route, got off of that first tackle, and... He was gone from there. No one could catch him. I'm faster than you, and you're going to have to show me that you can stop me. High fives of plenty on the near sideline here. 
That's a big touchdown with five minutes and 48 seconds left. 13-0 the lead right now for New Lothrop. Extra point attempted by Grayson Orr. That one scoots a bit further through the uprights here. Clint Galvis, he's got a high-flying bump on the near sideline. It's Ty dangling in midair, one of the few high school football coaches that you will see in a shirt and tie on the sidelines, even in this hot weather. He's got a black button-up with a white and black tie to match his team as well. They're in the dark black uniforms with the silver numbers, if you will, and the white trim as well with new Lothrop lettering across the front of the jersey playing here at home. He must be hot because even in this booth, we're (laughs) hot. So I know him being on the field, he's hot. Yeah, there's not a lot of airflow, is there, right now? Not at all. But I think one big thing for him, they are in the shade right now. That's true. Yes, the, the, the shadow from our press box, from the stands, is kind of continually shaded. Now it's pretty much the 30 to the 30, and even some of the 20 and the 10-yard line being shadowed by the light towers. Only the left side of the field, which is where Everest has to return it, and where they've been running most of their offense is where they started here. They return it in the shadows at the 30-yard line, galloping to the 35, up to the 40. That's a good return here for Everest. That was a great return, especially for this team, being that the first two returns went almost nowhere. This one, he got up to the just about the 40. So, which is that's great starting field position for your offense. So, the first drive for Everest, they marched all the way down to the four of New Lothrop. Nearly scored a couple times at a PI call, which extended the drive. They decided to attempt a chip shot field goal on a fourth down. They missed barely the second time around. They got it up to the 29 yard line of their own territory, but that's as far as they got, and they had to punt it after trying to hard count the New Lothrop defense on a fourth and three. We'll see what holds here on drive number three. Cooper in the pistol. They show blitz up front, a pass low and outside, looking to tumble his way from the 45-yard line back towards the numbers at the 40. Was this wide receiver who's incomplete, Oliver Neiman, once again at second and 10. As you see, this quarterback really likes that out route. He's going to that out route quite often, so this defense definitely will pick up on that, and let's hope he doesn't throw an interception. 14-0 new Lothrop, just over halfway through this first quarter. Handoff up the middle, Gavin Harris, the guy that ran hard last week, will run hard for four left to right, maybe nearly five. Call it a long five from the 45 of Everest territory. Both of these teams are playing out of the pistol and out of the shotgun quite a lot. Cooper back in the pistol here. Harris behind him, wants to throw deep down the field, has a man nearly picked off. Boy, that ball looked like it was intended to Nick Barnett for a minute. The Everest defender, that time for New Lothrop. He was looking for Oliver Neiman once again down the middle of the field. That brings up another fourth down, fourth and five. They'll punt it away. I think that receiver also wasn't ready for that ball to be coming because I think he – even got surprised once he seen the ball in the air that the ball had been thrown. So he had to flip his body and try to get there, and that was almost an interception, like you said. New Lothrop quickly getting the special teams unit onto the field. They looked a bit disorganized there, and they'll have to burn their first time out here in the first quarter. They sent two men back to the 25-yard line. Cooper, the quarterback slash punter slash defensive back, 
was around the 30-yard line to punt it away. It's fourth and five from the Everest 45 with 5.07 still up to play in the first quarter. 14-0 New Lothrop here on the Patriot. CHSL football on WDTK The Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Mulcahy and Barnett back deep. The 19-yard line on the right side of the field here for New Lothrop. It's a low-skipping snap, handled like a ground ball fine by the baseball player Patrick Cooper. This one's scooped up at the 16-yard line. Returnable here for New Lothrop. They've got a seam up the left side. He's across the 30, up to the 35 to the 36-yard line. Another nice return, this time by the home squad here today. will give them good field position for the third time here today that was nick barnett he finally turned around <laughs> that was a great return right there a punt return anytime it goes over maybe about five yards that's a good return because most of the time those gunners are getting after you They're, they don't even want you to catch it they want you to have to wait for it 457 still up to play in the opening quarter here 14 nothing the lead for new lothrop they have the football on their own 36-yard line on the near hash. Quarterback in the gun. Arms extended. Sends a man in motion to the near side. They're going to fake it to him. QB run up the middle. He's got the 40. Looking to go to the 43-yard line. He's going to gain seven on first down. As there's some battles with the wide receivers and corners down the field at around the 50. That's a nice read by this talented junior quarterback. Once again, like I said, he's getting... That's how he's getting everything right now. He's also just doing that RPO, making this defense really collapse in to go after that running back, and then he pulls it. He's going to get a big gain off of one of these RPOs eventually. Football up to the 43-yard line, second and a short three. 422 left to play in this first quarter. Running back splits out. They threw it last time. This time he'll catch it. Mulcahy makes a nice catch for a first down up the right side. He dashes into Everest territory. Stretching the football up to the 49-yard line just outside of the numbers. And those chains again will move right to left on the far sideline in front of the Everest fans. I really like how New Lothrop has came out and has really been effective on offense. Honestly, not even making a whole lot of hard plays. It's very simple. They're going to the RPO most of the time, and they're going to continue to do it. Tight shotgun here. Hannock arms extended, wants Mulcahy up the middle. Mulcahy, dashing move with the line of scrimmage, gets him free. Well into Everest territory at the 20 to the 10, into the end zone, touchdown, New Lothrop. They have a three-score lead on Everest Collegiate. Boy, just the mere stutter step that time by Nolan Mulcahy, able to cruise him into the end zone to make it 20-0. This is starting to look like our last week's game at De La Salle. They scored this easy. And as well in this game, they're scoring very easy. They're not having to do a lot of trouble to score. And they're up now 20-0 in the first quarter. Yeah, it's been a longer first quarter. We started, I think, just after our scheduled time of 7, but now it's 7.31 Eastern time here. As the extra point is no good, it curves wide left. Another Siena Heights University score here today. 
Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. 3.42 left to play in the first quarter. Still 20 to nothing, New Lothrop. This Everest cleated offense has been stalled a little bit themselves in the last couple drives. I think right now they have to go score. They don't have a choice. And like I said, you have to get off and you have to get out early. One thing about this offense, after that first drive, they have not really had a lot of more success to try to go down and score. So they have to go score right now. They have to get at least three to get on the board because if they don't, this could turn out very ugly because New Lothrop right now looks like a well-oiled machine. We'll try to check as many scores as we can around the state and the league as well, but our signal isn't great here today, so we'll do our best on our phones, that is. Kind of at the mercy of those for checking these scores on Twitter. Right to left kick and a spiral back towards the end zone. And that is our first touchback right in the heart of the natural grass playing surface. And we had some entanglement going on between these two teams at the 40-yard line. Not sure if that was on purpose or not. The officials wave off that. No flags are flown as Everest will have this first down and 10 on the 20. They have not been able to dig it out of their own defensive territory on the last two drives. What do you think they need to do to do that here? They just have to be consistent. They cannot play behind the chains. That's what they've been doing the last two drives. The first drive, they got out early. They got to getting first downs. One big thing they have to do is they cannot play behind the chains because that playbook shrinks when it's third and nine, third and eight. Four wide for New Lothrop here. Or for Everest, I should say. Little option for Cooper. He rolls left, throws it nearly into the hands of a new Lothrop player. That's Hayden Andres leaning towards the Everest bench. Incomplete in the end at second and ten. One thing I said maybe last drive was they need to stop going only to that out route. That was almost an interception right there, and I think that's this offense has to know that they can not only just throw that out route because this defense is going to pick up on that. 3.36 left to play in a 20 to nothing first quarter in favor of the home new Lothrop Hornets here today. Everest moving left to right in quarter number one. They scrimmage out of the gun. Gavin Harris alone running back to his right. Sweep left to right. It's Thomas Powery who has it. He powers over the 21-yard line to gain one. That's going to bring up third and nine, and this is the third time in a row we've seen this type of play where Everest Collegiate has to make a big play to dig out of their own territory. That was a good tackle by Nick Barnett. He made sure that that running back could not go outside. He made him come back inside right to him, and now it's third down, and this offense has not been putting good drives together, and I think this is about to start getting out of hand. They have to make sure that they get a first down right here, right now. Just over two and a half minutes left to play in this first quarter. Zach, the center, breaks the huddle with a big clap. Four wide for Cooper. He's got the shotgun snap. Rolls wide left again, looking to go to the far sideline. It's incomplete. Looking for Michael Wachowski. Instead, it bounces into the end of the Everest bench at the 40-yard line. Four to nine. They'll have to punt it away again down 20 nothing. They went back to that same play where it's a sprint out and they're looking for the out route. They have to stop running that play right now because this defense is getting very used to seeing that. And someone's going to come up and pick that out route because they know that that's the only route that this quarterback is trying to go to right now. 
Mulcahy and Barnett are back deep on their own 41-yard line of New Lothrop territory. This will be punted away right around the 5 of Everest. Patrick Cooper waiting back there. He's had a couple decent punts, but he's had to dig it out of his own territory a few times here today, just like this. This one, the hardest thus far. Popping, snap, leaps, and the big frame allows him to keep that football alive. Great Everest roll. It's going to go 10 yards from the original bounce right at midfield. Spins back to the numbers at the 40-yard line, and that is where New Lothrop will take it as these two offenses and defenses switch sides. That was a pretty decent punt, if you ask me. It's just the fact that they're still on a 40 going to their end. He would prefer, if they were more so punting from midfield, then that would have spun him back to near the goal line. So here comes New Lothrop. Their offense has been a machine here today, up 20 nothing, until 2 minutes and 33 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Trips to the left for Krohanek. Splits out his running back, Mulcahy to the left. Fakes it to him. Spirals it over the middle. What a pass. Caught at the 30-yard line. Barnett runs the sideline. Touchdown, New Lothrop. He beat the lone man chasing behind him, Michael Wojcicki. That was one of the prettier plays we've seen here today. Once again, this just looks too easy for them. That was a one-play drive. They went down and scored fairly quickly. And I don't know what's going on with this Everest defense right now I have no clue what's going on they need to get it together and they need to get it together on offense right now because this is really starting to get out of hand 26-0 in the first quarter it's time to pass the sticks 225 left to go here in quarter number one Everest sent pressure on the extra point it is up and good Grayson Orr has made all but one of those here today he's three for four all new Lothrop in our Catholic League game of the week. One of the powers, long-standing in Division Seven. They lead twenty-seven nothing on the Patriot. The CHSL game of the week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Hey, Warrior fans! Join Sean Belegian and Brady Beaton this Saturday for Wayne State football versus Shaw University right here on the Patriot. Pre-game show from Tom Adams Field starts at five thirty p.m. for the home opener catch warrior football action all season long right here on the patriot now back to the campus of new lothrop high school for more chsl football Goes right to left here for New Lothrop. Returnable for Everest Collegiate. Neiman looking to work the far sideline. He's across the 10. Bounces to the 15. From the middle of the field to the numbers at the 21-yard line of their own territory. And that is where Cooper, or Patrick Cooper, will come out. The young quarterback here for Everest Collegiate. They have struggled since their first drive. The first drive, they took it from the 10 all the way down to the 4 of New Lothrop. Missed a chip shot field goal in the end and since have not been able to dig it past their own 30-yard line. I wonder why that's been. Maybe it's just because New Lothrop just got up their defense and said You're n we're not going to allow anything. I think it's the experience of this New Lothrop team. It's the fact that Everest is on the road. and They're a young squad as well maybe on the other side. 
two wide receivers left, one to the right. Neiman now in motion to the backfield. He'll receive it and maybe not even gain the line of scrimmage there. They call him down right at the line of scrimmage. Second and ten, no gain on the play. Great job by the black jerseys to all swarm to that football. They ran that play on the first drive and got maybe about four yards on it. This time, they got zero yards. They really need to change up the playbook right now because they're looking way too one-dimensional. Gavin Harris, the lone running back to the right. He gets the football up the middle. Harris is wrestled down to the turf very quickly. There by New Lothrop. That was a whack of a tackle by Grayson Orr, one of the bigger bodies on this team, a man that already has an offer from Wayne State's. Expecting to see a few more. Trips to the right, one to the far side. It's the third and ten. Rolling out right is Cooper. Has a block, now it collapses. He's going to be sacked. Back at the ten-yard line. Football escapes three. Free, getting a big paw on it was Colton Simons, but they ruled him down at the ten-yard line, and it looks like Cooper is reeling now. Once again, like I said, they look way too one-dimensional on offense. They have ran that same exact play maybe about five times in just the first quarter alone. They have to be able to change up this playbook right now because they're way too one-dimensional, and defenses pick up on that fairly simply. Well, Cooper's the punter. I don't know how he's going to be able to get this football off. He is hobbling and favoring his right leg. Still gets a good booming punt off somehow at the 45-yard line of their own territory. Returnable. Here for New Lothrop, looking to survey his options is Nick Barnett. He crossed the 40-yard line, flattened back by three Mountaineer players, shoving the wall back to the 40-yard line. Regardless, great field position, their best of the day thus far for New Lothrop. Inside the Everest 40-yard line was still 56 and two-tenths to go in the first quarter. New Lothrop leads 27-0. From my perspective, honestly, it looks like Everest is just giving up right now. They look like they're not playing defense. They're like they're not trying to tackle right now. And they really need to get it together because 20, being down 27-0 in the first quarter, this is really getting out of hand. Did not see the penalty, but it looks to be maybe personal foul territory as they're moving this football all the way back to the 43 of Everest here in the near hash. New Lothrop moving right to left, 50 seconds to play. Here in quarter number one, they're up 27-0. Trips to the right, one to the near side. Going down in his crouch is Kohanic. That means he's ready for the snap. Fakes the handoff up the middle. This is tipped around and intercepted by Everest Collegiate. Into the hands there of Spencer Lacey, their defensive leader. Makes a huge play here. Intercepts it at the 40, charged up to the 47-yard line. Still in their own territory. This will be their best field position since their second drive, we'll see what they can do with it down 27 nothing. I think that's exactly what Everest have been, has been doing. They went back to a play that they had already ran. That linebacker just sat right there in the zone. That's a pick going back the other way. 50.3 seconds left. We'll stack a couple wide receivers to the left and right here. Patrick Cooper in the gun. Arms extended with a wristband in his right hand. Chucks it up the middle. Incomplete. Spiraling loose at the 49-yard line of New Lothrop. He was looking for Dominic Walker, one of his top targets. Defending in the play was Dominic Cassino. That was good coverage, plain and simple. He was not going to get that ball there, and it was also thrown too high, but that was good coverage. Even if he would have caught that, he was not going anywhere after he caught that ball. 
47 seconds left on the frozen clock. The clock has stopped a lot here in this first half, as you can imagine. This is going to be nearly a 45-minute first quarter, which has included 27 points on the board for New Lothrop. Second down and 10. They scrimmage from the, hard ha- the far hash here. Man in motion is Neiman to the backfield. They looked like they were going to get a delayed pitch to him. Cooper scrambling on the ground. He's across midfield. Forward progress will give him eh, actually maybe just shy of midfield at the 49-yard line of his own territory. They're inconsistent on it. Now they mark it at midfield exactly. It's going to be third and six from the 50, and that might be our last play. Now we still have 25 seconds left here in the first. That was a great play to make it something out of nothing. Left to right moves Everest Collegiate for just a couple more seconds here in the first quarter. Cooper has the shotgun snap, airing it out down the middle of the field. His wide receiver was bumped. He ran into a brick wall. There were three black jerseys there. Wyatt File, who made a big play earlier, just had nowhere to go. The ball wobbled free and incomplete back down at the 25-yard line. It's now fourth and six with the clock stopped at eight seconds to go. That was a really bold throw, like you said. He threw that almost into triple coverage. That's never good for a quarterback. Anytime you're throwing something into double or triple coverage, you're asking for an interception going back the other way. Neiman and Walker are back deep, expecting, what, the fifth punt, I believe, in the row here? Maybe the fourth by Everest Collegiate. But they might go for this right at midfield just to take a chance down 27 nothing. I guess why not at this point? Yes, they will. Cooper remains out there. Two wide receivers right, one to the far side, and Clint Galvis will take a timeout to talk about it here. Eight seconds left to play in the first quarter. His team leads at 27-0. So we'll see if Everest still decides to go for it after New Lothrop talks about it. Nearly the whole field now is covered in shadows. The lights are on. The sun... It's going to shine his last rays and some of the Everest fans on the far side. We're in the middle of a lot of cornfields here today and a drive that took us far off the highway. But this is a football powerhouse in New Lothrop, and they're showing why against some of the Catholic League's lower division best here. Like you said, they're showing why. They're completely dominating this game on offense and on defense. They're making sure that Everest cannot get any gains as over 10 yards, like I said in the beginning of the game, no big plays. And they're making sure that none of their athletes can make big plays, keeping everything at or behind the line of scrimmage. So they now have to play third and longs. And like I said, that playbook gets mighty small when it comes to third and 10, third and 12, stuff like that. Eight seconds still hanging on in what has been a 48-minute First quarter here. New Lothrop is already on the field. Everest Collegiate taking a bit longer with Mike Prunicki in the middle of that, the head coach, and has been here ever since this program started. He's in the black Everest Collegiate polo with the khaki pants and the headset on and the play set in his right hand. Everest punches back out there. They're going to go for it. Fourth and six from midfield. Man in motion to the right. Looking to the left. Pass complete. they got a long way to go for a first down. They won't get there. Into the hands of File. He was trying to break loose on the numbers. He gains about a yard, and the clock will expire here in quarter number one. Big buzzer here at New Lothrop. The fans like what they see here today, all decked up in New Lothrop gear. There's even a baby in a black New Lothrop t-shirt down there. 27-0 the lead 
for a new low tip, the home squad here today in our Game of the Week on the Patriots. Stick with us. CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK The Patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Mike Gallagher wants us to prepare. We have a battle ahead of us. We have turmoil in America. We've got to be ready to fight, not physically, but at the ballot box with ideas, with logic, with wisdom, with clarity. I know this. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WBTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. Hey, Warrior fans, join Sean Belegian and Brady Beaton this Saturday for Wayne State football versus Shaw University right here on The Patriot. Pre-game show from Tom Annos Field starts at 5.30 p.m. for the home opener. Catch Warrior football action all season long right here on The Patriot. This is the CHSL Football Game of the Week on The Patriot. Twenty-seven to nothing, the lead for New Lothrop here as we start the second quarter. Yes, we're just starting the second quarter. A forty-eight minutes first quarter of play. Part of that was the scoring. Not a whole lot of penalties, but a lot of players falling out of bounds as well. Four down linemen here for Everest Collegiate. New Lothrop has the football. Palming it here is Kohanic. He has plenty of time. Squirts it down the right side of the field. He goes from the 45 of his side to the 20 of the other side. Dribbles incomplete. It's second and 10. I'm surprised they didn't call that a block in the back on that tackle here on the right side because that defensive lineman got right inside of him. I think that was a block in the back, but they didn't end up calling that. Kevin Unix, the backup quarterback, was the intended target there. He's played quarterback really all his life leading up to this moment, but they wanted to bring him up as a sophomore to the varsity level this year, and they knew that their guy would be number three, at least as long as he's healthy. So he's kind of putting one in for the team and playing wide receiver and other sides of the defensive side as well. Kuhanek is under center. They try something different here. One lone setback is Mulcahy. He's been strong here today. They'll fake it to him. Quarterback wants to keep it up the middle. Spreads through a couple arm tackles. Little dashing move with the 45-yard line. Olay as he got by the defense at the 40 to the 30 to the 20 on the far side. Other men trying to fall for Everest as he pounds his way to the 15-yard line. What a heady run by the junior quarterback. He outran three or four Everest bodies left to right. That was probably the best run of the game. He juked out maybe about five people on just that run alone. That was amazing. And it's just to say how good his RPO skills are. The fake goes, the defensive line collapses, and then he's out the other way. Certainly one of the reasons why New Lothrop has been successful here today is that man right there. First down and 10. The football spotted on the 10-yard line in the far hash. They move left to right in quarter number two. Mulcahy to the backfield. They want to pound it over the middle with a catch and a touchdown. Spin cycle move by Kevin Unixt. He went left, then went right, being raised up by a couple linemen right along the goal line. And this is all new Lothrop here today. 33-zip 
with 11.08, so they'll play in the second quarter. That's a very used play up in their playbook, the RPO, right to the slant. Number seven catches the ball. That's a touchdown. They've missed one extra point here today. Otherwise, we'd already be in running clock territory. But I believe the rule is it has to be 35 in the second half unless both teams agree upon it. Extra point is up and good. And New Lothrop already has a 34-0 lead with still 11 minutes left to play here in the second quarter. Last check, Brother Rice was up. 13 nothing over Woodhaven early on in that game. Try to get the latest update on that. The Air Alliance Catholic Credit Union studios here today. Wild Lake West, Western and Lakeland, a decent game in the first half. Wild Lake up 21-7. Darius Taylor with a 38-yard touchdown run for Western in that one. Carlson has a 21-0 lead over Allen Park. That's with four minutes left to go in the second quarter. Most games probably in the second at least or nearing halftime by this point in the hour. Davison has a 14-7 lead late in the first half as well. Here's a kickoff. It's going to spiral out of bounds and draw a penalty flag for a procedure call. Well, we saw this two or three times last week in a row. Can't remember. Yes, was did. it Muskegon or it was actually De La Salle who was kicking it out of bounds kind of purposely because they were trying to kick it away from Muskegon's athletes. At that point in the game, it was still a little closer. Cody Cummins, the fine kicker for uh, De La Salle, couldn't keep it in play. Nonetheless, they will take the spot of the football here on the 35-yard line Will Everest. They huddle together on the 30 Trying to figure things out. Patrick Cooper has already been a little banged up in this game. We saw him kind of spiral down and favor his left side. He's out there and ready to go. They've had some injuries so far in this year, especially on the defensive front. Trips to the right, one to the near side. Hand off up the middle. It's to his man, Gavin Harris. And Harris exploded by the defensive front that time for no gain. Jaden Curry came up really big on that play, got right through that offensive line, was there before. Really, that running back could get to the line of scrimmage and passed it. 34-0 New Lothrop, nearly a whole second quarter to go. They'll slow play down, I'd imagine, on their next few offensive drives just to try to get control of this game and ice this clock. Everest Collegiate, a little bit of a slower offense at times. We have saw them go no huddle a few times in this one, but for the most part they're huddling up and getting the play call from the coach on the far sideline. So Cooper getting his sprints in here today with that. Three wide for him. Another running back cutting to the slot. That's Harris. Has the shotgun snap. Wobbling ball put high in the air. Dangerous ball to the 45-yard line. There was about four new Lothrop defenders in a square. Somehow he tucked it in between looking for Thomas Powery that time. It's third and ten. Once again, I think that receiver wasn't exactly expecting that throw. I don't think he was finished with his route to be able to look up to catch that ball. I think it was totally out of his control and by the time he looked up the ball was coming down and he wasn't in a position to catch it third and 10 as Everest scrimmages from their own 35 yard line just to the right of the near hash Cooper arms extended in the gun and somebody jumped the defensive lineman ended up coming over it's an offside against 
New Lothrop. So that will move with the football near the 40-yard line and make it a third and five. But the clock stopped at 10.09 to go here in the second. I almost thought they were going to get that offensive tackle here on the left side. For the it was close. False start. Very close, I agree. So third and five, football on the nose of the 40-yard line here. Everest Kalita trying to keep this drive going. This is right around where their last drive stalled as well. They had to punt it away. Cooper. Hard counts once, twice, three times. Now has the football, hands it off, and nothing going there. What a play. New Lothra bolted to the running back, Gavin Harris. Simons and company able to bottle him up. And that loses all the gain yardage back on the penalty. It's fourth and ten. They're back to their own 35 and forced to punt it away with 9.46 to go. One thing about Colton Simons, he's been a dominant defensive end today. He's been sealing that edge and not letting anything outside of him, and that was a great stop by him. Cooper punts this one short at the 36-yard line. Returnable, it looked like, for New Lothrop, kind of slipping through a couple players. Mulcahy, he's been slippery in general here today. Good sure tackle on special teams, though, by Wyatt File. And again, this new Lothrop offense will come out. They've been dynamic, and they've worked quickly down the field to gain their 34 points thus far. One drive even going one play. One play to the receiver, straight. I'm going to outrun you. That's a touchdown. This has been looking fairly easy for them, just like De La Salle last week. Everything seems to come to them right now. It doesn't even look like they're exactly trying. Football spotted on the 41-yard line here in the near hash, still in New Lothrop territory. They've started a couple drives in Everest territory. They stack two wide receivers on the left and right side of the line, looking to motion one to the backfield. Option read for the quarterback. He hops around a couple tacklers, one at the 45-yard line, one at the 50-yard line, and he jackrabbited his way into Everest territory at the 46-yard line. Left to right, they'll move the chains again. Only if the listeners could have seen that run, though. Like, that might have only went however many yards. But the way that he got those yards, juking probably about two or three people even on that one. He's the real deal this year. He's added speed, he's added arm strength, and he's added just overall strength as well. And he was good last year as a sophomore, but you can see his new level this year. Boy, this is going to be a team that's going to challenge and then some in Division 7. Pitch to the backfield, caught by Mulcahy. Looks to turn the corner. Good job to contain there by Everest. Patrick Cooper, the quarterback, trips him up. He had some help there by Spencer Lacey. Really, he tripped himself up. That was going to be a first down. He had blockers in front of him if he didn't start to trip up himself before the Everest even got there. Second down and eight, he gained two yards. They scrimmage from the Everest 44-yard line in the near hash. Eight minutes left to play in the second quarter. New Lothrop leads it 34-0 and have the football. Moving left to right in quarter number two. Into his crouch goes Colhanic. He has the shotgun snap, spirals himself over the middle, gains six more, two yards, make it three yards shy of the first down, up to the 39-yard line. It'll be third and a long three coming up. Out of all of the quarterbacks we've seen play this this year, him and Brady Drogosh have to be two of the best at RPOs. 
because they're making the defensive front commit very early. Third and three. They scrimmage from the Everest 39-yard line. They've got the snap. Rolling left. Another designed quarterback run twirling around like a tornado, spiraling his way to a first down up to the 34-yard line. And this New Lothrop offense, I think, trying to crunch some time as well with this drive here in the second quarter. But even when they try to crunch time, they're gaining five, six, seven yards. Anytime an offense is gaining Five yards to pop, that is ridiculous because that's going to lead to a first down every single drive. Seven minutes and 11 seconds to play in the second quarter. 34-0 New Lothra. More of a running formation the last few. A little bit of a power eye here as Kohanic goes under center. Pitch to the backfield. Running back looking to get to the outside. He's got the 30 to the 28. Wrestled down by... A nice Everest tackle there. That was Lacey who brought him down. Gain of six on first down, second and four. Like you said, I think that they're just trying to run this clock down because they've already taken just about three minutes off the clock. Maybe even, if they can, get another three minutes off the clock. 6.24. That's still half of a quarter here in high school. 34 nothing. New Lothrop will for sure have a running clock at some point in the second quarter, you'd think. Trips to the right, have the shotgun snap, fading it into the hands. Receiver caught it. Andres on the near sideline, gains a first down, bounces past the 25 to the 20, rolls to the 15-yard line, and the chains again will move left to right on the far side. Clint Galvez likes what he sees as he points to his quarterback, instructing him here. That was a smart play. It got the defense to look at the motion man who was going to the left. Didn't even realize that the receiver was doing a bubble coming back right, and that's what got them that game. Calvis out there relaying the baseball single, touching his lips as he watches his team just behind the line of scrimmage at the 20-yard line. Trips to the left, one to the near side. Clock down to 5.58 to go here in quarter number two. They've got the snap. It's a screen left complete. Caught by Umix there. You mixed up the middle. He's close to a first down. Two yards shy right at the 10-yard line. A gain of eight on first down. One thing about this new Lothrop team, their athletes are so good with the ball in their hands. They are so good, whether it's juking, it's getting up out of there with speed. This offense is so good with the ball in their hands. All of them with the neon... Green socks that stick out here today. Black jerseys, silver numbers. Quarterback Kohanic out there in the empty set here. He's got a towel behind him. Has the snap, fakes the handoff, darts it up the middle. Just a little mini slant. Touchdown, New Lothrop. The Hornet fans exploding after that one as well. Once again, that's just a dominant drive by this team that is honestly just demolishing this Everest team. They did that very quickly, or honestly not even quick. They took a lot of time off of the clock. They took maybe about four minutes off the clock just to get the ball down the field. That's another touchdown, and now we have a 40-0 to game. Extra point is up and good to make it 41 to nothing here on WDTK Detroit. 
and Odyssey Station. Five minutes left to play in the first half. Back with more after this on The Patriot. CHSL Football on WDTK The Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University. At Siena Heights University, academics means more than a list of majors. Whatever drives your passion, chances are excellent we have a scholarship for it. Cheer on the Saints. Get the high score for your team. Receive applause for your performance. Whatever you hope to do, Siena is a great place to start. Explore our academic advantages and get the full effect of a Siena education. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Now back to the Alliance Catholic Credit Union broadcast booth. Kickoff bobbled by Everest Collegiate. They tried to take it at the 18-yard line, fell back on it on the 23. Eluded a disaster again, a potential disaster. We saw one of those earlier on a kickoff. New Lothrop just scored again, 41-0 with 5.02 left to play. That scoring drive presented to you by Siena Heights University. It's time to discover what the Siena effect is all about. I'll remind you, the Patriot has created a weekly pick'em contest. You can sign up at PatriotDetroit.com and pick the teams you think will win each week from our list of CHSL matchups. Pick the most correct games to win weekly prizes over a 43-inch television grand prize at the end of the season. Make your CHSL pick'em selections at PatriotDetroit.com, sponsored by the Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. Shotgun snap taken by Patrick Cooper. He looks right on a first down and 10 from their own 23-yard line. It scores incomplete. Looked like he was looking for Oliver Neiman. Not really close to any wide receivers that time, though. It'll be second down and 10 as this Everest offense looks to figure things out. Once again, I just don't think the receiver's seen the ball coming. I don't know if this is a common theme with this offense or what it is, but it's almost like these receivers aren't seeing a ball coming until the very last moment. Well, the sun is nearly set. It might be a little bit of a weird time as well in terms of daylight. The lights have been on really since the opening kick. Second down and 10 snap taken here by Cooper, and we have a timeout delivered by Everest Collegiate. We'll stick with you here. 41 nothing the lead for the home New Lothrop Hornets here today. They've been all over Everest, and it didn't have to start this way necessarily. Everest had the football to start the game, drove down the field, two or three big plays. They got down to the New Lothrop four-yard line. They stuffed them on the field goal attempt on a fourth down and goal from the four. And that kind of set the tempo for what was the last of a long first quarter. We're ticking by a little bit quicker here in the second, but uh, it's been all New Lothrop since that. It seems as if whatever momentum they had on that first drive, it just completely left when they came back out. Because after they came back out, I don't know what happened to their offense. Maybe the defense got them figured out fairly quick. I'm not sure, but they have been struggling hard on offense and I just don't even know what's been happening. Check some scores on our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Livonia Franklin leads Dearborn 20-3. to That's at halftime. 
Romeo and Stevenson. I believe that's Sterling Heights Stevenson also at half, 17-3. Bulldogs there. They just kicked a field goal with 4.5 seconds left to go in the half. A battle of the west side, Plymouth and Canton on the same campus over there. 7-0 Plymouth in the league. Clarkston leads Rochester. Those are two top teams over and over again in the MHSA, 14-7. Four minutes to go in the first quarter. and The game started a little bit late as Cooper takes the shotgun snap. He is wrestled away from that football. That was not apparent how that even happened at the 20-yard line. A cloud of dust. Like three or four new Lothra players surrounding Cooper. They took the football away from him and went into the end zone for a touchdown. That was surprising to me. I didn't even see the ball hit the ground. Maybe he stripped it right out of his hands before he scored. I'm not even sure. I didn't I didn't see the ball get transferred to the other team at all. 4.45 left to play here in the second quarter. It's now 47-0. New Lothrop. Extra points skying up and good. Another Siena Heights University scoring drive. It's time to discover what the Siena effect is all about. Jeremy Otto alongside Kedarius Flowers to bring the call here today. Glad you could tune in. Good new Lothrop contingent. Nice student section has showed up on the left side of the field. Some of them in green, some of them in black, some in white. The green. There's also something that uh, these new Lothrop players are wearing on their socks here today. That's one thing I noticed coming in also, especially with the all-black jerseys. I was all very curious of why they chose to go green, but obviously in the student section, you can see that they have on green too, so maybe it's just a thing that the school said that they were going to do. Grayson Orr, seeing this one bend out of bounds to the second kickoff that's reaching out of bounds. It'll draw a penalty flag. Last time it was better field position for Everest. This one's last rest on the 17 it rolled out around the 30 the last time around so looks like Everest will take that as well and tack on some penalty yardage as the football is up to the 30 yard line on the near hash so Mike Prunicki I mean at this point you probably realize you're not going to win this football game You're, you're looking to work on some things as league play begins to unfold you'll probably be one and two by the end of this week but still have some time to make up for it it's a young team they're going to take their lumps at some point unfortunately for them they played a very very tough first three games of the year you started with a much bigger montrose school their division six i believe lost to them then flint beecher is a team that you've lost to in the playoffs a few times in the last 10 years and now a division seven power who has a lot of experience coming back this year Despite the young squad last year, you find yourself down 48 nothing with four minutes still left to play here in the second quarter. Now a second down and nine as they ran a run play to the right side for a one-yard game. I don't know what else to say about New Lothrop today. They've just been dominant on both sides of the ball. They've been controlling the line of scrimmage on offense and on defense. They have not been letting this team do anything. Kohanic under center looks to the far sideline. And 
Another time I'll burn here by Everest Collegiate. We'll take it with them. Under four minutes to play here in quarter number two, 48-0. The lead for New Lothrop here in our Game of the Week on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Dr. Sebastian Gorka explains simple math. If you increase the cost of a business doing business, well, they just pass it on. Then they say, okay, the product I'm selling is going to be divided by what the government wants from me. So the idea that you're leveling the playing field, it's just utterly fallacious. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Weeknights at 11 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Now, back to the campus of New Lothrop High School for more CHSL football. Nothing. The lead for New Lothrop here. Everest Collegiate has the football. Still three minutes and 56 seconds left to go in the second quarter. Mountaineers moving right to left across your radio dial here today. Trips to the left. Two wide receivers to the far side. Empty set here for Johnson. That is dropped. Behind the line of scrimmage. Kind of bobbled in and out of the hands that time of Gavin Harris. That was a really big hit. He came down right on that. Flare out from the running back, got to him, made him drop that ball. A full red moon has popped up above the tree line. Trees all the way from the left end zone to the right end zone. It's just to the left of the far light tower over there. Five wide. For Everest, clock stopped at 3.51 on the incomplete pass. Third down and nine. Johnson faked to his running back in the backfield. He powered up the middle. He's got the 41 of his own territory, still about five yards shy of the first down. It'll be fourth and four. That's probably one of their best runs and maybe the last couple drives right there. There's a lot of things branded here at uh, New Lothrop, but even their water. It's New Lothrop football water. Also with a sponsor on it. That, that, that's a way to do it. So not only can they score 50 points. <laughs> they can hydrate with New Lothrop logos on the sideline too. Punter is in for Everest, which is the quarterback. We've talked about that. And that might be a running into the punter at least as the flag is drawn. So it's either running into or roughing. I would guess it's running into. Is That's more of the inadvertent contact that happened. Clint Galvis a little frustrated that that one was called. But it's kind of one you can't avoid as long as it's not the personal foul of the two. Fourth and four it was, so that will be a first down for Everest. Their first first down in a little bit as this football is up to the 45-yard line of their own territory. Still a 2.56 to work with and one timeout under their belt as well. What do you think was the biggest thing Everest came out and didn't do? Well, I think, you know, one thing that they wanted to do here today was, you know, establish both the pass and run, and they've 
did that decently well, I think, in the first drive, but they haven't been able to consistently do one, I guess, to the ability that they wanted to in this game. So that would be one thing. Five wide for Patrick Cooper. Botch play, looking to hand it off. He kept the football instead, going to be smacked down for a three-yard sack at his own 43-yard line in between the hash marks. So it'll be a second and 13. That was just miscommunication by that running back and that quarterback. That was just total miscommunication. As you've seen, he turned one way. The running back thought he was going to get it the other way. And it's a loss on down. Clock still winding. Two minutes and 22 seconds still left to play here in the second quarter. 48-0 new Lothrop. Patrick Cooper out there in the gun. Has the shotgun snap. Major pressure coming in on him. Going to throw it off his back leg. It's incomplete. Right in his hair was Slade Rowley, one of their returning starters on the offensive and defensive line. One of their bigger strength guys. His head coach said he kind of ballooned in strength in the offseason. He spoke very highly of how his guys prepared for this moment. A lot of them young sophomores and juniors last year, maybe contributing to a few more mistakes than New Lothrop is used to and losing early in the state playoffs. Third and 12. Back to the pistol here, 4-Y. Cooper has it, five yards back, zips it over the middle, diving attempt at the 40-yard line. It would have been a first down if he caught the football, slips past the end, of the fingertips that time of Thomas Powery. He was in between all the coverage as well. Regardless, it brings up fourth down and 12. They might just go for it here. That was a dime of a pass, honestly, being literally right in between two defenders. And that was a very catchable ball. He just, he flat out should not have dropped that. That was a very catchable ball, and that should have been a first down for them. Okay, he and Barnett back deep. Belly high, long snap, decent punt. Takes another Everest roll. We've seen that all throughout this game so far. Football downed at the 27-yard line with a minute 54 left. New Lothrop will bring their offense back out there up 48-0 here in the first half. One thing about Patrick Cooper, he has been a really good punter today. He's been putting them, honestly, in good field position, but it's also because they're punting so far within their own vicinity of plays. And the other one, was one of the early ones was impressive given that he got ran into as he was the quarterback the play before. He was clearly hobbled but was able to continue out there and put off a pretty good kick in the end. First down and 10 from New, for New Lothrop here from their own 27-yard line. They've had good field position on most of their drives in the first half. Okay, he run up the right side. Up to the 31-yard line, a gain of four. And you might be wondering, oh, why are we hearing all these starters, you know, getting touches? And for two teams like this who hover around 30, 35, you don't have that much of an opportunity to bring in other guys. So you're going to see, you know, a lot of – certainly there will be some switch-ups and maybe guys playing positions that they don't normally do just to, to see what you have. But that's kind of the situation for both of these D7, D8 schools. Anytime you have smaller schools, you're going to have smaller rosters, and that's just what it is. Clock down to a minute 26. Can't tick down any slower if you're Everest right now. 
We'll shift to the pistol here for just the third or fourth time today. Option pitch to the running back, Mokehi here. He finds the edge to the 35-yard line, and he got first down yardage up to the 38 right in front of the Everest bench. And we'll crawl in beside, in between one minute now. Oh, actually, they marked that shy. Huh. The initial spot looked a lot more friendly than where they put the football. It's up to the 37 on the far hash, third and one they call it. One thing about this new Lothrop offense, they're very tough runners. So every time at the point of attack it has to be more than one person tackling, and they really have to wrap up because they have not been doing that very well at all. Clock down to 33 seconds. This might be the last play of this quarter. A little juke there by the quarterback. We saw that a few times. In the first half, he gains a first down up to the New Lothrop 41-yard line. And, yes, their head coach signals them back to their locker room, which is at the end of the bleachers to the right side. And New Lothrop dominated Everest Collegiate here in the first half. 48-0, your score at halftime on the Patriots. Stick with us. CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK The Patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. War, inflation, and $30 trillion in debt. It's looking like 2008 all over again. Millions of Americans watched their retirement savings disappear, while those who invested in physical gold and silver were protected. And if you have $50,000 or more in your IRA, 401k, or savings, you could be at risk again. Right now, thousands of Americans are using an IRS loophole to add physical gold and silver to their retirement savings. So call 855-815-GOLD, G-O-L-D, to get a free gold IRA kit and learn how you could get $10,000 or more in free silver to protect your retirement savings. Gold Co. is the company Sean Hannity and I recommend for gold and silver, and they've helped place nearly $1 billion in precious metals. We could be looking at a recession worse than 2008, so don't wait. Call Gold Co. today. Call 855-815-GOLD. 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-G-O-L-D. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. The Michigan Association of Broadcasters award-winning CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot continues next. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. halftime for the CHSL game of the week on the Patriot. A 
Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. When you become a member of Alliance Catholic Credit Union, you have access to great low rates. So if you're looking to purchase a new vehicle, hoping to fix up your home, or needing to consolidate some bills, they have a right loan for you. You can apply online in just minutes, and they'll take care of you like family. Just visit AllianceCatholic.com to get started. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. 48 to nothing, the new Lothra bleed over Everest Collegiate here at halftime when the longer first halves you will see, just over an hour and a half. Some of these high school football games are over in two hours, especially with a team that likes to run like new Lothra. The intensity of their scoring, the big plays that we've seen, and not elongated drives here today, that have been some of the quicker drives you'll see in a 48 nothing game. I agree. One of their drives, even one play, touchdown, that's just that simple. They've been up and down the field fairly quickly the entire game, and I think it's not going to stop in the second half. It's cooled down a little bit here at the field. A little bit of the mugginess has gone away. The moon has risen a little bit higher to the right side of the tree line here, just to the left of the uh, bright, shiny light tower here behind the Everest Collegiate Faithful. Fans kind of moving around here. As halftime has approached, a little bit later in our halftime show, we'll take a look at some other scores and some good games coming around the state, some good games on the west side, and uh, in, involving some east side schools here today, some rivalries early on in week three of the season. Also revisit this week in high school sports, uh, as we always do at halftime of our game of the week as well. 48 to nothing, our new Lothar bleed here on the Patriots. Stick with us. CHSL football on WDTK, the Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University. At Siena Heights University, academics means more than a list of majors. Whatever drives your passion, chances are excellent we have a scholarship for it. Cheer on the Saints. Hit the high score for your team. Receive applause for your performance. Whatever you hope to do, Siena is a great place to start. Explore our academic advantages and get the full effect of a Siena education. At the Student Connection, we always have believed that every child learns differently. Our professional tutors discover how best to connect with each student and then develop a program to meet the student's individual needs. We offer one-on-one tutoring in all subjects, including high-level math and foreign language. We have one of the best test programs in the area. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. Call 248-326-6034 or visit thestudentconnect.com. That's thestudentconnect.com. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. Hey, Warrior fans, join Sean Belegian and Brady Beaton this Saturday for Wayne State football versus Shaw University right here on The Patriot. Pre-game show from Tom Annos Field starts at 5.30 p.m. for the home opener. Catch Warrior football action all season long right here on The Patriot. The Halftime Show continues next. Our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. Some feelings never go away. We can only hope that eventually the pain will heal. What happened to this country 21 years ago is a lingering reminder that we must always be vigilant. We will never understand the kind of evil that caused so much pain that day. 
but we can never stop attempting to overcome it. We will never forget. FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Participation numbers across the state saw a significant spike, and we continue to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. According to the multi-sport participation survey conducted in the spring, more than 44% of MHSAA student-athletes play more than one sport. The survey covers the 2021-22 school year, and that's an increase from the previous school year. Total participation in high school sports in the state is also on the rise. The 2021-22 school year saw a 6.6% total increase over 2020-21 despite total enrollment in the state suffering a decline. 23 of the 28 MHSAA-sponsored sports saw a year-to-year increase in participation, with 10 of those sports seeing a double-digit increase. Boys' track and field was up over 27%, and girls' track and field was up over 22%. Wrestling saw a nearly 12% increase, with a bulk of that coming from the addition of a girls' division at the individual wrestling finals. For more on multi-sport participation and the number of athletes through the years who've participated, please check out MHSAA.com. Game balls this week go to Muskegon Oak Ridge's Arturo Romero. The junior soccer player scored six goals and a 6-1 win over Fremont. Romero now has 28 goals this year, which is a new single-season school record. Clarkston's Ethan Clark. The senior running back ran for 206 yards and four touchdowns in a 62-56 win over Southfield A&T. And to Ludington junior Emma McKinley. She shot a 78 at the Whitehall Invitational, taking first place individually and helping Ludington to a third place finish. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid, helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov/mi-student-aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. In volleyball, a rules modification that came about during COVID has been instated as a permanent change with overwhelming support from coaches and officials. Previously, teams would switch sides after each set, sometimes creating a traffic jam as players and coaches move benches from side to side. Unless there's a clear competitive advantage, there's no switching now. Coaches like having a dedicated home bench and the improved pace of the match. Things that would necessitate team switching would be less serving room on one end of the court, a window on one side with the sun shining in, or an overhead obstruction on one end. It's up to the official to determine if an advantage exists and if teams will switch at the end of each set, or stay at the same side for the entirety of the match. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Just go to MHSAA.com now to register. On June 23, 1972, Title IX was signed into law. In the 50 years since, millions of girls have participated in an MHSAA-sponsored sport, and that number continues to grow every year. We've celebrated their numerous contributions and achievements in a variety of ways this past year, 
and will continue to do so leading up to the 25th annual Women in Sports Leadership Conference in October. Today, we highlight Paige Miller. Miller graduated from Paw Paw, where she excelled in both competitive cheer and track and field. She made the Division III All-State team in competitive cheer, helping Paw Paw to a second straight runner-up finish. Miller is continuing in both cheer and track and field while studying psychology at Trine University. And I've had some like experiences because like with um, my cheer team, we would do like tumble clinics or like clinics to help build up the younger programs. And then I'll be out at like the grocery store, and one of the little girls from the tumble clinic will come up and be like, "Oh my gosh, you're like you're a paw paw cheerleader! I love, I love everything you guys do. You guys are so cool! Like, I want to be you guys when I grow up." And it's it's an amazing feeling to like be someone that somebody looks up to. For more information on the WISL conference or for previous Title IX at 50 spotlights, please check out MHSAA.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union, and the student connection. At Siena Heights University, academics means more than a list of majors. Whatever drives your passion, chances are excellent we have a scholarship for it. Cheer on the Saints. Get the high score for your team. Receive applause for your performance. Whatever you hope to do, Siena is a great place to start. Explore our academic advantages and get the full effect of a Siena education. Hugh Hewitt believes we might actually get the truth. A special master was appointed by Judge Cannon in Florida. I'm very pleased with this. It doesn't mean the president wins, former President Trump wins. It doesn't mean that he loses. Yeah, it's the only way that he could have ever gotten, and we as the public could ever receive, a fair and unbiased and trustworthy assessment of whether or not that raid was legit. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. The Halftime Show continues next. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK The Patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. With SRN Sports, I'm Andrew Stewart. Baseball winners yesterday in the American League. The Houston Astros move a step closer to another AL West crown. 
From Houston, here's correspondent Adam Spillane. Trey Mancini's three-run homer capped a four-run first inning as the Houston Astros beat the Minnesota Twins 6-3. It was Mancini's only hit of the game and his sixth home run in 18 games since joining the Astros. Don't know if I have a perfect explanation. I've been working a lot with the hitting coaches on making some some adjustments, and, and my teammates have been helping me out, too. Um, you know, on things they see. So that's that's been, I think, the name of the game for me. Jose Altuve finished with three hits for Houston, while Alex Bregman added a pair of hits and scored three runs. Adam Spillane, Houston. Other American League victors yesterday, Tampa Bay, Seattle, Baltimore, Toronto, and the Yankees. This is SRN Sports. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. Dennis Prager here, and the real estate market is hot right now. People are taking advantage of low interest rates and economic uncertainty by investing in real assets. Whether you're a first-time buyer or just looking to make a change, the key to getting the property you want is being pre-qualified with cash in hand. That's why you should contact... Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian at andrewandtodd.com. They are with Sierra Pacific Mortgage. Andrew and Todd are mortgage bankers, not brokers, so their team takes care of you personally from start to finish. In fact, you'll probably speak with either Andrew or Todd directly. Go online and fill out a few simple questions, and they can usually assess your situation right over the phone. Andrew and Todd are with you every step of the way. Go to andrewandtodd.com or call 888 888-1172-AndrewandTodd.com or 888-888-1172-888-888-1172. The second half of the CHSL Game of the Week starts now. New Lothrop set to receive the opening kickoff here in the Third quarter, they're up 48 to nothing in this one. Turnable kick, Mulcahy reverses field to the near sideline. He's dragged down at the 22-yard line there. Good form tackle by Everest Collegiate. Guess who? It's the quarterback, Patrick Cooper, who plays on special teams on both sides defensively, along with his offensive role as well. So that is where they will start with the football. Punted consecutively six or seven times. It was hard to keep track, but that was after a really successful first drive that ended in a missed chip shot field goal from the four-yard line of New Lothrop. New Lothrop seems like they've cashed in every time they've had the football. I don't believe they punted here today without official stats, maybe once. Two aside here for Kohanek as he runs it off to Caleb Sharp. Senior running back scurries for no gain, it looks like, just across the 20-yard line, second and 10. Good stop on first down, especially starting to half. You want to come out and play a better half because at the half it's 0-0, no matter what the score is, actually. So this is actually Umix now in at quarterback, the young sophomore. He's been a quarterback all his life. We saw him play. A little bit of wide receiver earlier, just out of need. They want him on this varsity team. Freshman on the JV squad last year. So he's in the empty set, arms extended, bent in a crouch. 
has the snap up the middle, looking to survey his options for a run. He's crossed the 25-yard line near the 30-yard line and still four yards shy of a first down. So that's going to bring up third and four. Not surprising to see the backup QB here for New Lothrop. I mean, up 48-0, the last thing you want to see is any of your starters go down via injury at this point. I think one big thing for this New Lothrop team that they have really mastered is the RPO, and it's to really make that defensive front commit to the quarterback so anything else you do outside of it is going to be a game. Four wide again. Unixed belt high snap. He is swallowed by Everest Collegiate behind the line. So that's two plays for loss. Harris, Gavin Harris, that is, along with Wyatt Pyle and a couple other white jerseys swarming in on him. It's a loss of two. Call it fourth and six as the football is back to the 27-yard line, and here is a punt by New Lothrop with still 9.15 left to play in a running clock scenario here in the third quarter. Evers Collegiate really came out and stopped them the first drive that they were out. That was a successful play. Low, long snap, punt spiraling to the far sideline, takes a little bit of a New Lothrop bounce. Oliver Neiman, the lone back, to return it. He just let it fly. So decent field position here for Everest. Eight minutes and 50 seconds left to play in the third quarter. 35 points or more. It's a running clock scenario. If that, by chance, gets cut down to below 35, the clock would stop like normal. But really the only scenario where it stops at this point is an injury. What do you think Everest needs to come out and do right now? I think they just need to, you know, maybe establish what they wanted to do coming into this game, knowing that obviously the the next game is the target to get ready for that moment and, you know, get in shape for their league play at this point. They'll be one and two, likely heading into the Catholic League season and a tough schedule that's gotten tougher and tougher, especially in the intersectional divisions. As Coach Renicki talked with me a couple weeks ago, Pyle, the man in motion, but it's Harris who received the handoff up the middle. He's just shy of New Lothrop territory at the 48-yard line. It's second and four. That was a great lead block by Wyatt Pyle. He went through and got that gain for that running back, honestly. The lights are on. It's completely dark around New Lothrop right now. This is the definition of Friday Night Lights right here. Second down and four, seven minutes and 25 seconds to go here in quarter number three. Two wide receivers right, one to the far side. Little option pitch. Cooper is bottled up in the backfield. The football is loose behind the original line of scrimmage at the 41-yard line. All kinds of black jerseys pointing left. They have the football again. The second time in a few minutes of game action where they took it right back. And the offense will march right back out there with the clock still moving at seven minutes to go here in the second quarter. I think maybe him and the running back were a little off kilter there. I think he was going to pitch it to that running back, and maybe he just did it a tad too late, and that's why it's a turnover going back the other way. Football spotted on the far hash here as New Lothrop again will send out the backup quarterback. You mixed. A little bit smaller in stature, but he's quick and has elusive feet. 
They'll snap the football. They're on the midway point here in the third quarter. And it off to a man trying to turn the edge. He's got it. That Simons bounces past the 30 up to the 25-yard line. Smack down at the 22 for a first down, plus about 10 more. They'll move the chains on the far side right to left. This new Lothrop offense, no matter who is running them, is still charging down the field. One big thing that they failed to do on that was seal the outside edge. They needed to seal that outside edge. They didn't, and that's why he was able to get outside, get away from that defender that was on the outside, and get that first down. 5.48 left to play in the second quarter, or third quarter. 48-0, New Lothrop in their black jerseys with the silver numbers here today. And the green socks to match the student section. Hard counts once and twice. Umix now has the shotgun snap, and this play is broken as there's all kinds of Everest jerseys clogging it up. Thomas Powery, the last man to surround him with a bear hug there. It's second and ten. Big Luca Joni was there as a defender to stop that run. So Umix back to talk with his head coach of 14 years, Clint Galvis. One years as or one year as the head coach at Flint Hammony before heading over here to New Lothrop. Had a couple of assistant coaching stops, but he's been coaching since 2003. A guy that wears a shirt and tie no matter what the climate is. He's got his black shirt, black and silver tie here today, the glasses, and a tightly trimmed hair here today. First and 15 up to the 29-yard line on the near hash. Right to left they go. Looking to hand it off to the right. Bouncing to the far side, it's Rakeem Woods. And Woods is down at around the original line of scrimmage there. Boy, the Mountaineers hawking to the football all of a sudden, Powery and Wojciechowski. And actually, yes, they will move this down box. They were just late in moving the down box. A little bit shorter than where I thought it was at around the 25-yard line with 4.42 left to go in the third quarter. That was a tough run. He did not keep his – he did not stop moving his feet. And that was a very, very tough run. A let's go Galvis chant now erupts in the student section to our left. It's a good student section contingent for Division 7 school. And the more cheerier and clappier you'll see. Low snap again. Bouncing right. There's a flag that comes down right at the feet of the quarterback. Umix there. It fell down and around the numbers of the 20-yard line. He zoomed past that at the 18. Looks to be a hold. One big thing about this offense, like I said, their athletes with the ball in their hand, they are dynamic. It is, in fact, a hold against New Lothrop. As they mark that off, we'll take a break in this running clock scenario on the Patriot. We will stick with you actually here. 4.09 left to play. Three minutes Nearing here in the third quarter, 48-0 New Lothrop with the lead. Ball marked back to the 35-yard line. It's a second and very long, second and 20-plus here, 22 to be exact. Umix has two running backs to his left and right hip. Arms extended. He's got the shotgun snap. That play is going somewhere, actually. It's the fake. 
bit one Everest defender back at the 40-yard line. He thought one of the running backs had the balls. I believe the quarterback kept it up to the 31-yard line, so he gains back some of that lost yardage. And now it's going to be third and 17. Once again, like I said, the, one of the biggest things in this offense is these quarterbacks being able to do that RPO so quick and having the entire defense commit to that running back so they can pull it out and just go. Four wide here for New Lothrop. They stack two wide receivers on the numbers. Out of the pistol, will hand it off up the middle, moving left, found no room, did Simons. He moved right and ran into a brick wall again of white jerseys. Bond with a pile that time for the Mountaineers was Spencer Lacey, one of the leaders. He's a young man that started as a freshman last year, now transitioning to his sophomore year. Fourth and 17. No matter what that score says, he has been playing very well, Spencer Lacey. He's been on a lot of the runs that haven't been going anywhere. He's been a very important part to this offense, this defense, I'm sorry. Fourth and 17 in between the hash marks. They'll just go for it here. You mixed in the gun, one running back to his right hip. Hard counts one, Simons, the lone running back, little bobbling pass left side, caught by Caleb Sharp. And somehow that one stays alive. Looked like he was going to be tackled on the numbers on the 30-yard line. He escaped it, moved backwards at the 35, trying to spin all the way to the other side of the field. His helmet popped off in the end, and he's going to lose yardage as that's a turnover on downs, and Everest Collegiate will take it back on their own 34 with two minutes to go in a 48-0 third quarter on the Patriot. CHSL football on WDTK The Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University. Our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. Some feelings never go away. We can only hope that eventually the pain will heal. What happened to this country 21 years ago is a lingering reminder that we must always be vigilant. We will never understand the kind of evil that caused so much pain that day, but we can never stop attempting to overcome it. We will never forget. FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Everest Collegiate has the football back on their own 34-yard line. Shotgun snap taken by Cooper. He's going to shovel a pitch to his right side. Power, I believe, caught that football at around the 30-yard line. They're going to lose five yards. They mark it all the way back to the 29. It's second and 15. Clocked down to under a minute to go in the third quarter. It's been running ever since the start because New Lothrop leads it 48-0. 35-plus in the second half is the benchmark for MHSA football in terms of the running clock. It's the only, I guess, uh, mercy way that you end a game early. Man in motion right to left. That's Neiman. They'll keep it up the middle on the ground and gain back a couple lost yardage. They're around the original line of scrimmage up to the 33-yard line and call that second and 11 with 30 seconds left, about a play left here in the third quarter. This is third and long, so you know what they call this down. Money down. Let's go, and let's go get these quarterbacks right now. Patrick Cooper receiving the play call from Mike Prunicki on the far side. 13 seconds as Nathan Zach, the center, leads them to the offensive line here. Four down linemen for the Home Hornets here today. Scrambling is Johnson. Moves to his right in between the hash marks, and that 
We'll see the clock expire at zeros here in the third quarter. A fourth down and nearly 10 to go for Everest Collegiate when we get back. 48-0 their deficit here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. The Patriot FM 101.5 and AM 1400. WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. Last month, an absolute landslide of you made the switch to Pure Talk. You were chained to overpriced unlimited plans from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, then finally decided to make the switch because you know that Pure Talk saves the average family, get this, it's the truth, over $800 a year without having to sacrifice coverage. So this is what I think you should do and do what I did. Switch to Pure Talk. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigabytes of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data, you can get that and still save a fortune. Experience why Pure Talk is the highest rated wireless company by Consumer Affairs, why they're the preferred wireless partner of AMAC. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Dennis Prager, and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250 and say Dennis Prager. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Everest Collegiate, as you'd expect, decided to punt it away. Football deadened just in front of the 30-yard line, so that's where New Lothrop will take over. They have their backup quarterback in. The clock continues to wind. 11.30 left to play in the fourth quarter. New Lothrop leads 48-0. This has been a beautiful game by New Lothrop. They have dominated every facet of this game. And with this fourth quarter, it's just going to be their way to get out of here. And this is ideal, obviously, for what they stacked together. It was a fairly tough schedule, certainly in week one. They defeated a higher-level school in terms of division in Jackson, Lumen, Christie, another perennial power. But now, you know, they're up well here into the fourth quarter in week three as division play starts to roll their way around. Here's a run to the right side to Colton Simons. He's going to gain a first down and a stretch of the football but ahead of with his legs anyway, up to the 40-yard line. He gains about 12 for the first down as the chains move left to right on the far side. But not only does New Lothrop get to feel comfortable here in week three, they're going to go to 3-0, and but they also are giving their backup quarterback significant reps. He started at the beginning of this second half. I think that's also a confidence booster because, like you said, he is the backup quarterback as of now playing another position, but it also gives him the sense of that you can play your true position. Umix has the snap here, hands it off to the man sweeping in motion. That's Simon. Simon's off to the races at the 40-yard line, into Everest territory deep, to the 20, to the 10, piling to the pylon, touchdown New Lothrop. Their first touchdown here in the second half. They mob each other in the middle of the end zone. They've put points on the board and then some in this contest here today. This has just been a very dominant game by them, especially on the ground. The the ground has been their go-to all night. The quarterback has ran the ball good. The running back has ran the ball good. And a few times that they've had receivers run the ball, it's been the same exact thing. 
And on that one, it was just a simple jet sweep. He got up the field, and he was faster than everybody else on the field. I believe there was a penalty flag on the field which caused the clock to stop at 9 minutes and 40 seconds. 54 nothing the lead here for New Lothrop. It will likely be assessed on the kickoff. They've missed just one extra point here today. It obviously has not gone to matter. Personal foul is the call against New Lothrop. Maybe some sort of celebration call in that scenario. They won't like that in terms of discipline, but I think they'll shake it off. It's like Mulcahy just taking this extra point for fun. Winding that one barely over the right side of the bottom bar. And the clock continues to wind. New Lothrop celebrates another one of their players having a success here today. 55-0 they lead it. Just over nine minutes to play in quarter number four in our Game of the Week on the Patriot. CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK The Patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. WDTK Detroit and Odyssey Station. 55 nothing the lead for New Lothrop on their home field. Natural grass here today. 8 minutes and 51 seconds left to play in the fourth quarter. They'll kick it left to right after their first touchdown here in the second half. Brought to you by Siena Heights University. Little line drive kick angled to the far sideline. Returnable for Everest. Following their blockers of the 25. Up to the 30 and a little knee tackle that time. Just kind of stuck his knee and buried his man. 21, Grayson Harris falling down. The young sophomore. And the offense again will come out here for the Mountaineers with 8 minutes and 22 seconds left on that rolling ticker here in the fourth. I think Grayson was surprised that that's how he tried to tackle him. Maybe, maybe that's why he failed. Because I don't think that was a good enough tackle to just get a runner down. Patrick Cooper. Still playing quarterback here for Everest Collegiate. They'll have Cabrini next week. At, at Cabrini, at Liggett, at Cardinal Mooney. So some decent trips. I mean, down, down river all the way up on the north side here for Everest Collegiate is a hike. So is kind of the east side in Liggett and at Cardinal Mooney, a little bit closer in the thumb area for them. Have been road warriors for the most part to start this year. Four wide for Patrick Cooper in the pistol here. Pump fakes once, airs up a wobbling ball to the near sideline, looking to one-hand it is Matthew Nemi through double, nearly triple coverage on the near side. Jaden Martinez in his grill. He dropped it, though. At the 45-yard line, it's second and 10 from the 35 of Everest. If he would have put two hands on that ball, that's a first down. I know his coach is looking at him right now like, why not just put up two hands? Football spotted on the near hash. Fourth quarter of play here. 
clock at 654, 55-0 New Lothrop. Four men in the down lineman position for New Lothrop. There's a slinging pass. It is incomplete, stretched for at the 40 by the intended target. That's Oliver Neiman. And even with an incomplete pass and a running clock scenario with them up 35-0, New Lothrop, that is the clock continues to wind. Third and 10. That was a very good fake by that quarterback because he even had me thinking he gave off that ball before he scrambled to the right side. So good good play by you, Patrick. Third and 10. Center brings him to the line. By the time they snap the football, we'll be down to halfway through the fourth quarter. Four wide. Takes the snap, fades it over the left side. It was a quick little slant through the hands that time of Wachowski, and that was dangerous as it tipped pretty high up in the air, and a couple new Lothrop players were lingering around it. I think that may have been why the receiver dropped it because it was already wobbling coming to the receiver before he could even have a chance to catch it. Well, that bright full moon, it was red to start when the sun was going down. Now it's a bright white with the craters visible on it. has moved kind of at an angle up top to the right of the light tower on the far side. Here's a punt by Everest Collegiate wobbling at the 40, rolling back to the 33 in the near hash, and New Lothrop will take it back right there when we get back. 5.15 left to go in the final quarter as a bat flies over the field here. 55 nothing. New Lothrop in the lead on the Patriot. CHSL football on WDTK The Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. New Lothar put the football back up 55-0 here. Four minutes and 13 seconds left to play in the fourth quarter, and they hand it off up the middle. I'm sure they're just going to try to milk this clock even further, but I guess... Regardless of what they do, the clock will move, so it doesn't really matter. They probably won't really look to pass at this point. Second and eight up to the 35 of their own territory. They'll spend some extra time in the huddle when they've been a very quick team here today. I think they'll just wait until the clock goes down to about under 10 seconds, and then they'll go up to the line of scrimmage. So next week we'll be at Hazel Park, Catholic Central against UD Jesuit. UD was facing in a tough matchup here today against De LaSalle. Brendan Johnson and Mr. Flowers will be on the call of that one. And we see a timeout here by New Lothrop, but they still say to wind the clock. Just a kind of a moment of sportsmanship here to continue the clock movement and maybe give this football back to Everest. It's second and eight. The clock continues to wind it. 303, let's try to take a peek at some scores here. DeWitt, at last check, had a 
slim lead over Detroit Catholic Central. CC trying to avoid dropping to one and two before that game versus UD. Actually, no, I take that back. 31-24 the lead now for CC with 11-13 to go in the fourth. Stringling High Stevenson battling with Romeo. Romeo is a tough matchup. Romeo with a 24-17 lead. That's with 5.45 left in the third quarter. Clarkston at last check had a 42-28 lead over Rochester Adams. That was late in the first half. I think that one kicked off late for whatever reason. Some of your scores from our Alliance Catholic Credit Union studios here today and our Alliance Catholic Credit Union broadcast booth as well. Second and eight to the 35-yard line here on the near hash with 2.09 left to play in the fourth quarter. 55-0, New Lothrop in the lead. On the rare times where you'll see a timeout taken, but the clock instructed to keep winding. That was from the New Lothrop sideline. And now they're taking a staring look, and they'll do it again, it looks like here. Another timeout burned by Clint Galvis. His team will go to 3-0. and on this season. Everest will drop to one and two. The Patriot has created a weekly pick'em contest. You can sign up at PatriotDetroit.com and pick the teams you think will win each week from our list of CHSL matchups. Pick the most current games to win weekly prizes or a 43-inch television grand prize at the end of the season. Make your CHSL pick'em selections at PatriotDetroit.com. That's PatriotDetroit.com sponsored by the Student Connection. Uniquely designed for success. A minute 12 to go. They might just take a knee or two here to end this game here today. We already told you whatever his collegiate has coming up. New Lothrop will be waiting on Mount Morris. That'll be here at home. Second consecutive game at home for them. Then they'll travel to Byron in week five. At Montrose in week six. Ovid Elsie in week seven. Durand in week eight and Lake Fenton on the road in week nine to finish off a year. I mean, when you look at these results, last year's seven and four is kind of a surprise. I mean, double-digit victories in each of their last seasons since 2010 has been the case. But that was a young roster last year. A lot of that roster came back, and they showed why they were going to be successful here in year two, year three, and year four in some of these high school football players and they will now shake hands as New Lothrop will take a knee, and this ball game is complete. 55-0, the home squad wins. New Lothrop over Everest Collegiate, the post game, and we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. If you own a business, this has been a bumpy ride from pandemic to inflation. I'm sure you could use a break. If your business has five or more employees and survived COVID, you're eligible to receive a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee. The challenge is getting your hands on it. Hi, I'm Howard Mackler, and that's why I founded GetRefunds.com to cut through the red tape and get you the money. Our tax attorneys are specialists in this little-known payroll tax refund program. We do all the work, charge not a dime up front, and simply share a percentage of the cash that we get for you. Businesses of all types qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, and even those that had increases in sales. 
Don't lose out on up to $26,000 per employee. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited period of time. The team at GetRefunds.com has already returned over a billion dollars to businesses, and we can help you too. Just go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. That's GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward. GetRefunds.com. listening to the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Now back to the Alliance Catholic Credit Union broadcast booth. Fifty-five to nothing. Your final score in this game here is New Lothrop defeats Everest Collegiate in our Game of the Week on the Patriot. Here it was pretty much New Lothrop all throughout. The first half and the second half, they had a 48-0 lead heading into half number two. But uh, it could have been different to at least start. Everest Collegiate had the football to begin the, the game. They drew it all the way down to the new Lothrop four-yard line. But uh, this was a well-oiled machine. Their defense able to stop that play and a missed field goal and a fourth down. The offense and the defense making it pretty easy for this win here today. Everything that you said is very true. And one person I really want to point out is Jack Kohanek. He was incredible today. Everything he did was great. When the ball was in his hands as a runner, he was great. When the ball was in his hands as a thrower, he was great. Everything that he did was great. And it took the defensive front off kilter a lot when he was doing his RPOs and they believed that the running back had the ball every time. So if I had an MVP of this game, I would definitely say it would have to be him. Well, does your bank make you feel like you belong there? Or do they just treat you like you're the ATM? I hope not. At Alliance Catholic Credit Union, you're a member of a financial institution that serves the Catholic community. This provides you with an opportunity to align your banking with your Catholic identity as well. Not only will you receive all the products and services you need to manage your money, but your membership will help support Catholic schools, parishes, and organizations. It's not often you put your money where your faith is and get something back in return. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to get started. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Federally insured by the NCUA. New Lothrop 55, Everest Collegiate 0, our final score here today. Back with our... Matchup next week after this here on the Patriot. CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK The Patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. A perfect storm is brewing, and if you've been putting off investing in gold and silver, now is the time. This is Dennis Prager for AmFed Coin and Bullion. We're starting to see the many signs of rising inflation, unfortunately, I might add. Did you know that under the Jimmy Carter administration, when we saw 20% plus inflation, gold appreciated 770%. Things could get much worse under the Biden administration. Gold is one of the best inflation hedges there is. That's why so many people are investing in precious metals. Buy one of them. But you need to be careful with whom you invest. That's why I recommend AmFed Coin 
Bryant and Bullion, Nick Rovich, AmFed's owner, and his experienced team will always treat you with respect and provide you with honest, sound advice. That is so true. That's why I personally endorse him. No pressure sales or selling you something that's not in your best interest. Protect yourself from the storm. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion, 800-221-7694. That's 800-221-7694 or AmericanFederal.com. AmericanFederal.com. The CHSL Game of the Week postgame show continues next. Hey, Warrior fans, join Sean Belegian and Brady Beaton this Saturday for Wayne State football versus Shaw University right here on the Patriot. Pre-game show from Tom Annos Field starts at 5.30 p.m. for the home opener. Catch Warrior football action all season long right here on the Patriot. Listening to the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Now back to the Alliance Catholic Credit Union broadcast booth. Fifty-five zero, the final score here. New Lothrop over Everest Collegiate. Everest Collegiate drops to one and two. New Lothrop a perfect three and zero oh to start this season. And when just like that, we are a third of the way done here to start this regular season. So now the middle part comes, which can be certainly the defining moment for, for teams like New Lothrop. They want to continue rolling, get the best possible seating and playoff points they can. They'll look to remain undefeated, which they've done many times over the last 10 years in the regular season. For Everest Collegiate, they really have to make a push here because you drop to 1-3, and three, it might be over. You drop to 1-4, and four, it probably is over. There's no six wins and you're in anymore here in high school football. It's a lot about strength of schedule. It's a lot about your playoff points. They've certainly played some top uh, division talent thus far. But uh, in the end, you got to get those wins, and they'll look to do that next week at Cabrini. As for what we have next week here in our Catholic League Game of the Week, Brennan Johnson will be back with us here, our former Drive Home Show host, uh, as he will call the play-by-play with you, uh, Mr. Flowers. And you have Catholic Central and UD Jesuit Catholic Central, a team that we saw in week one of the season. A tough loss for them against Chippewa Valley. It looks like they probably will pull out their game against DeWitt here today, which has kind of gone back and forth. They were up late in the fourth quarter at last check of that one. But that's a Catholic Central team that can be very dynamic. They have a lot of speed, and you know they have some guys figuring out, but also some nice veteran experience as well. I agree, and everything that they did against Chippewa Valley, they kind of shut them out in the first half, and in the second half they just let them come back. So that is a really good team, and that will be a really good game. That's a 7 o'clock kick next Friday with a 6.30 pregame show here on the Patriot. We hope you can join us for that one. Should be a good one as the Catholic League season starts to unfold. UD and CC next week at 6.30 with a pregame show and a 7 o'clock kick here on the Patriot. We thank everybody that made this broadcast possible here today. Brian Bolesky back in our WDTK studios in Ferndale. Luke Hammond, our fine Einstein engineer here today. For my broadcast partner, Kiderius Flowers, I'm Jeremy Otto. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the CHSL Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. This broadcast is made possible by Alliance Catholic Credit Union, Siena Heights University, and the Student Connection. 
Follow the Catholic League Game of the Week on Twitter at CHSL on WDTK. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 